0: Lock Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Rules. Well I tell you something, bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power and you are a man to be respected. But you know I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do. And that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do
1: and tonight we're going to search for the next WWE diva now to vote for these beautiful young ladies you have to vote go to the, go to a, go to WWE dial 86946 <laughs> and vote for Thank your you favorite Diva Search contestant and text message Thank your God. favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment from
0: now, from this moment on, this will be the moment starting now of the genesis of Cuddy. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best in the world Paul say something stupid you say your name is Finley and you love to
1: fight I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard wow can't say that
0: so you're the man that rules the world they call me the Shockmaster. you've ruled the world long enough Sid Vicious Get ready. Come on. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes. We'll see you at the Fall Brawl, at the <laughs> War Games. Until then. <laughs>
1: This is WrestleCast Radio, with your hosts, Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. Episode 103, WrestleCast. (laughs) Alex and myself coming at you. We got some more. Fun DDT tournament, Progress had some shows. This is like this is a good few days of uh of wrestling. I should say about a week because that Progress <laughs> show did drop about a week ago. But you know we wanted to wait till eighty one because
2: it was a weekend event. But
1: damn, it was some fun wrestling
2: to watch. What do you think, Alex? Oh my gosh, Uh I, I don't know what Mondays or Tuesdays are anymore. But I know uh, <laughs> around the world is more so what I'm uh, what I'm into in their various time zones. Uh, Speak of the devil to that. What are we, about a week away uh, from where I will be uh, leaving work, taking a nap probably from like 5 p.m. to probably about 11 p.m., unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh, but we will uh, not have our uh, annual uh, Wrestle Kingdom live or pre-show, but we'll uh, hopefully get that out in a few days here before Ryan jets off to Tokyo, Japan, for, of course, Wrestle Kingdom 13, Uh, but I will be uh, taking a nap. Getting up, watching live, uh, hopefully out-tweeting you, but maybe doing some interesting thoughts on the Twitter, uh, which, of course, you can find us at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Uh, give us a follow. Give us some love. Give us some comments. And, um, yeah, it's going to be some exciting stuff. I cannot wait. And then I'm going to probably take a three-hour nap after the amazing five-hour event. How can it not exceed five hours, Ryan? <laughs> um uh, and then uh, go to work, and then be a zombie until uh, probably Sunday. But I cannot wait. <laughs> hey, that's it's that's worth it for uh, what We're- you're going to be doing. I cannot wait. Uh, the fact that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's going to be a little weird. We fly out uh, Monday to Tokyo, and when we get there, it'll technically be the we leave on the thirty first. So it'll technically be the first. And it'll be like three hour, it'll be like we took a three hour flight, but it'll be a day later. And then we come back, we leave on the 10th at 430. And we arrive back here at noon, uh, also on the 10th. So we're going to be in a DeLorean in the sky, apparently, because that's going to be
2: like, Oh, hey,
1: but I mean, the fact that, that Fight Club Pro show
2: that, that I was tweeting at those guys hate about. hate even more now. You know that, right? Like, you're just nerd <laughs> gasming And then, oh, yeah, all this Tokyo wrestling that, again, I probably would have gave, you know, two poops about six months ago besides, of course, Wrestle Kingdom. But now I'm so jealous when you're texting me like, oh, yeah, I get to see this match. And Oh, yeah, Aussie Open going to show up randomly in Tokyo. And I'm like, oh, man. The gonna be there. I was like, well, oh, speaking of the devil. But I'm excited. I'm excited for you. It's your dream. You're gonna have a beer. You're gonna have a Sapporo in Rapungi with uh, one Rainmaker himself. Like that's gonna be that's, awesome.
1: That happens.
2: <laughs> now, I'm gonna be the one that gets
1: kidnapped because I'll be fainting in the middle of the bar. Uh, not <laughs> <laughs> But we get. We get. We're gonna get a DDT show. We're going to Noah. We're going to Tokyo Joshi Pro. We're going to all Japan. We're going to try to go to a big Japan. There's the Fight Club Pro. Two New Japan shows. I mean, that's eight shows. And a lot of these are two a day. But we're going to knock out two shows a day, which is going to be incredible. Because that's still going to give us another five, six days to just do whatever the hell we want, really.
2: Yes, definitely. Oh,
1: I can't wait. I cannot wait. And especially with how jacked I'm getting over DDT, this tournament's been really fun. I'm not going to lie. I bet you if I went through my ratings... And took the first four nights of the G1. I bet you this is how mm-hmm. scored it, especially with how bad that first night of the G1 was. To be fair, when we got to that that halfway stretch when Ishi and Abushi and Omega and Godo started having their matches, that they were having all bets are off. Yeah. Nothing against T, but you don't stand a chance.
2: But man, I, I'm. It's been great. It's it's been fantastic. And shout out to Goto, by the way. Doing the job many times down the, the late stretch of uh, uh, pre russell Kingdom time. Uh, but being a consummate pro, and like you said, you know, really not even being on the card, but, you know, still being the, the, the New Japan man, if you will. He's the real Captain New Japan, but better. He's the Japan man. Um, you know, so through four
1: nights here, just kind of, just kind of, quickly summing this up as we start breaking this down. Uh, the A block has led Goshi He's got three or six points. He's 3-0. and uh, Akita has four. Mao has four. We see Puma King with two. Kazusada Higuchi has two. Daisuke Sasaki has two. And then Harashima has zero. Um, zero, and,
0: yeah.
1: Um, we look around to the other side. We have Shinya Aoki, Tetsuya Endo, along with Sandy Guevara, all with four points. Uh, speedball Mike Bailey sitting at two, along with Masahiro Takanashi at two, and Kenosuke Takashita at two. Uh, and then uh, Soma Takao uh, sitting at two points as well mm-hmm. after his victory. Um, and what a been, victory, right? Yeah. It, and you know what? I'm telling a you, very, a very nicely structured where we don't – not everybody's winning that you think they're going to win. It's it's almost you can even say a play out of that uh, the the New booking with their tournament style. But I mean Agreed. it's, it's fun. I mean it's it's been good. Like for a minute there, I was like, it's Kenosuke Takashita? It's day four and he doesn't have any points. Like what the hell is going on here? Um, you know, but he's playing that role where you know we we saw a guy like Okada where he starts out zero and two zero and three, and you're like, wait a minute. You know, is he going to – he's got to run the table now. And, you know, with Aoki getting points,
2: Endo getting
1: points. Endo, I thought, might have got to six. But I'm taking the defeat from Soma Takao. But, you know, it's, let's just get right into point three. Uh, some pretty fun stuff. Um, the opener I actually really enjoyed. It's uh, <laughs> We got Antonio Honda, Yuki Ino, and uh, Koro Meida taking on Mad Pauly, Nobu Hiroshima Tami. And Soma Takao of Damnation and Honda and company get the victory. I, I was not expecting Damnation to lose, and as I said before, Antonio Honda, as much as he's not that good in a lot of the stuff, there's just something about him that i have just drawn to. Alex, I don't, I don't know what it is, and I hope I get to see him, get to see him live. But you know, he's he's doing his his random where he's having his crotch dangle and he's telling the story and he starts eye poking everybody. And it's just, it's so random that I, that it's just, it's enjoyable. It's, it, I know how the, you
2: want to see the, the crotch poker. I'm, I'm <laughs> loving how you cannot wait to see that guy in, in Japan. No. um, I've, I've seen some, some bits of, of Antonio Honda, you know, yes, the comedy aspect of DDT, you know, is, um, isn't is a, you know, a thing for me, you know, kind of like it was uh, coming off of the Peter Pan tournament. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, kind of watching progress and seeing how they can mix it up, um, you know, and, and when they need to be a serious wrestling, you know, when it needs to be a serious wrestling match, you know, they, they can turn it on in all gears and kind of watching it through this tournament, they can kind of do the same. So I, I kind of, you know, now I'm, I'm okay. With that comedy wrestling aspect, you know, I I notice it's a big thing overseas there. And, and I think the
1: one thing I do like about it, um,
2: yeah, wait, well, doesn't bother me. As,
1: yeah, that was a, that was a little much. Um, the whole, um you know, dick guy. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think the aspect of Are I'm expecting know? it, whereas like WWE, am I'm, I'm more like you try to make everything so serious, then you just throw in like dick joke humor and it's just like uh it doesn't work like this i'm like
2: yeah you're I'm throwing expecting... a katie vick here and in there and you're just like
1: eh. every every time i see uh uh kazuki Hirata and uh Toru washi i i'm i'm expecting the random sunglasses to throw on the face and the dance routine to start and you know just that goofiness where he, he starts dancing, and then he just gets his ass kicked off. Like, they are double-close lining up to the music. Like, it's hilarious. Like, I, I I, am enjoying that. I'm like, oh, here he comes. He's going to yeah. duck, and he's going to duck, and he's going to chop And then he's going to start dancing, and then they're just going to beat his ass. <laughs> like, you know, funny what's funny
2: about that, too, is, you know, kind of a comparison to that. A, a guy who has, like, bouncy theme music, like 60s beach, you know, beach party uh music there is uh Aoki, but yet he's the most serious, most like dangerously vicious uh arm breaker, you know, of the whole tournament. But yet you hear his music and you expect him to like do some, you know, hey, I'm a California surfer type moves, but no, because he will murder you. Yeah, he uh he he
1: took some names uh um this this uh night four when we get to that with Mike Bailey. I, I I let me I'll save it because I'm gonna jump right into that match if I don't let <laughs> me bring it up because there was something I really liked about it. Um, uh, night three, the other non-tournament match that we saw was uh, Kanosuke Takashida and uh, Yuki Ueno taking on Harashima and Mikayo, uh Oishi. Uh, three-star match. Hiroshima and Oishi get the win. It was weird seeing Kanosuke Takashida wearing tights um, to kind of match with Ueno. Uh, but you know, no harm, no foul. I mean, Chintia Nakamura wears a blue wetsuit now, so I
2: guess I really shouldn't say anything. <laughs>
0: uh, but hey, it, he's it was just
2: a, bringing the spirit of hockey, man. You know, every Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, fun little match though. It it did its purpose and was a nice little. It took up a little
1: bit of time too, and gave you a good little tag in there. But the tales of the show, we had five tournament matches from night three. Sammy Guevara getting the victory. Uh, the the opening match of this tournament yeah. against Mak- Uh three and a quarter. I went. This was once again the Sammy Guevara that I like and I enjoy watching. Yeah. You know, once again, I I said this. You, I did. I didn't really say this, but I, I wanted. I kind of wanted to allude it to it last week. I forgot and we talked about is ROH going to be able to rebrand? You know, can they do things? You know, why are they making? You know, oh okay, they brought in Brody King. I you know I guess I'll get a cheap hop things like that, but. In the midst of all this, how
2: mm-hmm.
1: Sammy Govera
2: not gotten a contract? Like, how come nobody um, picked him up? That's a good point. Maybe, you know, youth, maybe, you know, there's something we don't know, you know, with his attitude. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because he works that persona very well. But if I was him at his age and his talent, why not work the in you know, the independent scenes, the different promotions around the world now, not just Chicago, Heights, Illinois, a Warrior Wrestling, but you know, just you know, something along the lines where he's getting his footing in. He's going that route that people say, you know, is it's missing. You know, he's doing everything that you don't want wrestlers to do, Ryan. He's not going to the performance center. He's, you know, in D D T. He's, you know, in LA, he's wherever that is asked of him, and I I think that's the best smartest thing for him right now because he is one of the must sees leading into 2019, where people are like, ooh, so the more exposure for him, you know, when you know he gets a little bit more mature in the ring, there, hey, the money and the uh, the contracts will definitely be there. Now I know
1: there's supposedly he had signed a contract with that Aero Lucha company. I think that was the one that Rey Mysterio like bought into and. If you were uh, like they were advertising on Facebook, where you could, you know, buy a stake in this pro wrestling company, and some some people have said that he's not under contract. He says himself he's not under contract, but I have heard that there's something that could be just like a weird loophole with it. But I'm not positive, so maybe that too. I was Hmm. thinking about that could be could be a little problem. But yeah, I mean this dude is this dude is golden. If you our weight should get this guy on their TV. You know, this this guy can, this guy is going to, going to draw somewhere. just a um, matter
2: of that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be funny. Because I remember in DDP, he seems like a, such a tweener. Like he comes mm-hmm. out cocky as hell, but then he's like starting a clap chant, you know, and everyone's like, yeah, you know, and then people will cheer, you know, even if he's not starting a, you know, a, a chant there or a clap. And then, after the match, he's like, "Yeah, look at my abs." He's pulling a total technical legend right there, he's like, "Yeah, look at this and uh, <laughs> but you know i I think he could definitely play it um either way, and again, he's just building him, you know, building a character, finding something that will work, you know when it comes to you know a weekly exposure um you know probably soon in into the uh the future."
1: Um, and he he played he plays a fun, almost baby face role night four in his
2: uh, six-man. They yeah, put him yeah. in. Uh, That's why but, I uh, he's like the weirdest tweener in this tournament because on night one I was like, oh, I'm such an asshole. And then night two everyone's like, yeah. Like he got a huge, like a, a pretty good pop for, you know, kind of their their, uh, their audience there, which is so weird. It ranges from like an ROH show in Hopkins, Minnesota, a few years ago of like a couple of hundred to, you know, like four or 500, and they're like, Yeah, that's awesome. Like, why? <laughs> I mean, isn't it, you know, to me, I don't know again, with me being into this, this, uh, into DDT now, I keep saying Federation promotion. I apologize, nerds. Um, but this promotion, it seems like this has been around for a while, but yet, why are they, you know, kind of only packing a couple of hundred?
1: I think a lot of it too is, you know, look at look at the same thing when, new japan has some of their like just still cam one one camera type shows i think those are uh-huh. small like you know what in japan they would almost call like village cities where they're just okay. not a lot of fans there or you know just, just not the population so i think they're renting smaller rec center type buildings because they're only expecting a couple hundred it'd be interesting well, excuse me it'd be interesting to to try to find the uh the attendance for the G1 this year and look at some of those like mm-hmm. mid-shows and True. see what some of those- Drew
2: uh, that would be my junior nights you know yeah. like you see a warrior like whoa you're going to like run into the whole crowd <laughs> so I think
1: that's what some of this is too
2: um but, are you going to be heading to any of these any of these arenas that uh that were in DDT I know you're going to, yeah, this is the Dome, Kurukin.
1: It'll probably be just mostly Kurukin shows. um, Tokyo Dome. Maybe maybe I might try to see if there's, like, some, like... Somebody told me I should go try to go see, like, some, like, grimy, like, low-level indie um, that's at, like, Shinjuku Face or something. Like, something that's not, like, D.T. Noah. You know, kind of like you're going to your local um and this isn't meant to be grimy i'm not calling them but you know kind of like when we went to that maw show where it was just a small intimate venue type thing with people that really you don't necessarily know as much Mm -hmm. some people say the kind of show i should go check out it's just some little yeah right up your alley. you know something that's headlined by like you know dan uh Oh, I can't remember that dude. The, the, I can't remember his name. That's neither here nor there. The,
2: the you little dinosaur. <laughs> you know. I could see him doing some catch fighting in Tokyo. <laughs> um,
1: then we did have next, uh rosigno Go Shizaki defeats Puma yeah. King. Go Shizaki, man, he is, he's one of the hardest choppers. I've i discovered during <laughs> this tournament, three of the hardest choppers not named Walter are all in this tournament. Uh, Go Shizaki, Ka- uh Kazusada Haguki, <laughs> and Tetsuya Endo. I'm like, Every time they chop somebody, I just cringe. And you sent me the snap of it. When he runs across the ring and chop Puma King, I and thought he chop- killed him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> he does quick like, ninja chops, like 22 in a row. Yeah, he, he runs
1: rolling. and chops them. Kobashi chops at him, the, the rapid fire of the Kojima's. Yeah. This dude, it, and it, I think the worst part for Puma King's sake is he had a bodysuit on and it was that loud. <laughs> like anyway, it was like, this dude had a shirt on essentially and just ate it, and and you could see his head kind of lean back a little bit. I'm like, wow, well, that that yeah, definitely hurt. Like that didn't feel good. Mm. But that was a fun little match. What do you think it shows, Aki and uh, Puma King?
2: No, I mean it was everything that I expected, kind of in a Puma King match, you know, from the uh, the taunting to cleaning himself off, kind of in the beginning there, uh, to the nice run and dive off the turnbuckle, of the you know, kind of give a uh, kind of the uh, the the start to uh, Puma King, but but like you said, Shizaki just power and strength and chops. Um, he just does not give an f, and it's nice to see um, and how this man can do a, a super hurricane rama um is insane like it, it it baffles me but you know as as i was saying a little bit earlier um about uh haguchi haguchi
1: um as
2: well um you know how these big men are are so you know uh flexible and and how their aerial moves it just leaves your head scratching um how he just does a hurricane rana into a pin for a wind um, is is just awesome to see. So different, too, you know, from some of the, the big men that we're, we're accustomed to here stateside. But, no, this was a, a fun match. Um, I liked how there was a little bit of honor and respect after, you know, uh, Go Shiozaki, you know, apparently did wrestle some luchadors earlier into his career. So this was a, uh, a, a nice welcome back for him uh, against this style. So, no, I thought this was a very fine match. Uh, two matches to start off night three uh, on, on the right note.
1: Speaking of right note, then we got uh, probably my third or one <laughs> of my top three four matches of this whole tournament. To see Endo defeats Speedball Mike Bailey, uh, winning the the uh, the uh, the Iron Man title from him.
0: Because
2: uh, <laughs> that just gets passed around the tournament through the whole He's tournament. The one thousand three hundred and thirty ninth champion, by the way. So just like the hardcore title. Like, I love how every other match they win it. That's so ridiculous. One thousand three hundred and thirty God. 39.
1: <laughs>
0: it's.
2: Dude, this Did match, you really would, would you go. I might. Again. Look, <laughs> I'll tell you
1: what.
2: If Sonic the
1: Cow is hanging around outside the ring, I might try to schoolboy him. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> like which what, what what would you do if you're watching the DDT streaming service for that show and you're like, oh, I might as well watch it because they're there. And in the corner of the screen, you see me walking with a referee because somehow they just <laughs> they just like yeah, this is a cool idea and we did it. And it's America, dude. Just schoolboys and it wins.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would I lose my poop in the group. And then... I be and like then he to he's got off. that recommendation from Dragon Gate back in the day. Most <laughs> of uh, the service. And then, uh, come on
1: the 7th, when we're, we're not at the Fight Club Pro, but we're watching the Pro Wrestling Noah show, um, we see a referee and Soma Takao, who aren't even in the company, come from behind me at Corakin, and they small package me in the crowd and he wins the title back. All while, <laughs> um, like, Takao, uh, like, Like Yone and Quiet Storm are facing like Daisuke Harada and Tanase or something, and like mid match there's just (laughs) an Iron Man title change. Like that would be epic. Oh, that would be epic. I just realized
2: would Isaiah be involved in the finish though? Isaiah might shit his pants not
1: knowing what's. I wouldn't tell him what's happening. First and foremost, I would just let them go on. Oh, what is this guy doing? Like, I want him to think it's a
2: shoot. Like, like,
0: why not? Why
2: not? What if he What if he like didn't know and he just like gave him a DDT just out of like sheer panic and or like reflexes?
1: So, so with the colleague, stands up and looks at him. He's like, ah, this is for Walter. And he just chops so with the cow. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, I saw Jordan Devlin and he throws a kick at him or something. <laughs> my man, who knows more about Japanese and European wrestling than Demetrius. Just like to point that out. Yeah, when
2: I was like, hey, man, you need to put your style just like so-and-so. And he's like, what?
1: I'm like, dude, <laughs> you
2: need to just be like Shinye Yoki. Because that'd be tight. Demtris Yoki. Demtriyoki. <laughs> Boom, nailed it.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, Tetsuya Endo defeats Mike Bailey. Uh, awesome match. Awesome, awesome match. Like I would yeah. four star. Um, uh, well, this wasn't what I wanted to to see what I, <laughs> uh, I I'm trying to look something up on on uh, Google and I somehow got second Japanese sex bombs
2: from what I was trying Whoa. to find. That's not Crazy. what I wanted. Um, Who hits a better phenomenal elbow, by the way? The, uh, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles or, uh, Tetsuya Endo, um, I'll, I'll let you know my answer after. Uh, answer. <laughs> that's what's up. I
1: love how you just threw that out there. Like, let me just say it. <laughs> was just, that was
2: so beautiful. I was just like, I rewound that sucker maybe like 20 times. I'm thinking, I wish I knew how I can do that. Just as masterful as Tetsuya Endo. Um, we'll just wager at a tie. But um, no, um, Mike Bailey is definitely... Uh, definitely growing on me. I love, like, that respect he has in the ring. I love how he comes out, you know, in his, you know, in his his gear. And, you know, he's just like, all right, I'm going to, you know, kick your ass with many kicks and flips and double knees. And uh, the Flamingo driver is definitely becoming a, a favorite maneuver of mine there. But, um, no, this was a, a good match, you know, uh, just due to the fact that, you know, with the – hype of tetsuya endo um i i just thought they meshed really well the chemistry uh definitely was there the one gripe i say i have with this tournament ryan is and it's not a bad thing it's just making me want more and every match that i see i'm like wow just imagine on a on a bigger stage you know if they're given you know maybe five six more minutes just to finally you know because when it seems like the match is about to heat up, it just kind of ends, you know, and I'm just like, huh, okay. You know, it just and, and again, that's a good feeling, you know, it's making me say, you know, either A, check out their extensive, you know, match history, and B, you know, like down the line, you know, I can't wait to see, you know, like I said earlier, you know, um, Ioki versus uh, Akito there. So I'm already building dream matches in my head, but uh, yeah. I would say this one for sure was uh, – was definitely one uh, I, I want to see down the line, you know, given, you know, maybe 25, 30 minutes, because these guys can definitely go. Well, speaking of Akita, uh, Akita defeats Kazusada
1: Haguchi. Awesome match, by the way. I, I was digging it. Yeah. I was digging it. I, I talked about how uh, Higuchi's the guy I'm really getting into. But Akita, you know, he's he's so good with his with his limb work and his submission wrestling, and, and we'll get more into that when we talk about his match as Saki. But great match with Higuchi. Um, nice and simple. I went three and a quarter. Didn't do anything that, like, knocked my socks off, but it was a great way to set up for the main event. Um any any thoughts from, from Akita Higuchi and Haguchi? Uh
2: that gory bomb that he put against the uh, the massive <laughs> Higuchi uh,
1: is
2: is insane. Um like like I said pre-show um when we were kinda chatting, um Akito to me is he's like the Zack Saber Jr. light. Like he's that submission specialist. He's going for the ankles in every type of move he's going to apply on his opponent. It's beautiful to watch. It's masterful. Yes, a lot of octopus holds, a lot of different things, but what he does to further damage his opponent's knees is just crazy to see. He went from, like, a spinning torture rack knee drop in one instance, and he spun kind of at the same time, and it's – just bonkers to see, uh, but it was nice to kind of see him take down the big man again, chopping him down the sides. Uh, so yeah, no, I again quickly becoming a favorite of mine for sure. Yeah,
1: Akita is Akita not just a good restaurant; it's a good worker, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, then we have the main event: Taisei Saki gets his first points. He defeats Mao, who was kind of on a hot streak. Um, Mao was sitting on four points. He beat Puma yep. King. Uh, beat harashima
0: and you know in my head
1: they just you know i had mentioned i thought with him winning that 48 versus 25 year old and over street fight royal rumble weapons <laughs> match part of a tiger lion no, and, you know, oh my match or whatever the hell it was called that maybe this was his his portion you know, he, he got a couple wins, but he couldn't beat the champ. I see Sasaki on the board, three and three quarters. I went on a great back and forth. Sasaki so just gets him at the end with that
2: cross face. It was a fun little match, Now, Alex, any thoughts you had on it? Uh, no, Sasaki is a star. Mao is a star again. This is a you know a thing where I could see headlining, you know, kind of Peter Pan down the line.
1: Ooh, uh, speaking of working our way that way. Uh, DDT Grand Prix Night 4. I know you mentioned about the, the non-tournament matches, but you had, did you see any of the non-tournaments on Night 4? Were
2: you talking about the no-tag match where it was like the 8-man? Yeah. The, the, there was the I third did not get a tag. chance to see that. But, but when I saw the, the opponent and when I saw that it was a, a no-tag match, I was like, uh, I need to watch that right away. <laughs> yeah. No...
1: I'm going to say this right off the bat. So, for anyone that's wondering, was it was Antonio Honda and Yuki Ueda, um, or Koto Ueda taking on, uh, uh, what the hell is his first name? I'm going to, I'm botching now. I thought it was uh, cause, uh, Kazuki Hirata. Yep. Okay. I was going to be right. Kazuki Hirata and Toru Washi took on um, Oh, Okada. But it's not the same Okada. I thought I had it written down. There's sure. another gentleman with Okada, and I don't know for
2: example of under <laughs> Japan.
1: Uh, you know, but uh, Okada and uh, Yukido and then we saw uh, Saki Aki, uh, Saki Akai, and Yuki Osakaguchi uh, tag in there as as we get some of the. The oh that's a, it wasn't Ueda. It was a Tony and damn Beta Scott. That's what this says. Yep. I can't put my own handwriting. I was writing this like as I'm watching, and this is it's just so butchered. Yu-Gi-Oh Sakaguchi is like the MMA guy with the black trunks and the blonde hair. Oh, um, yeah. a MMA guy that tagged with my think and Peter Penny, but I can't guarantee that. Um, no, it was not him. Um and then uh Saki Akai, she's that really long legged thin chick that was on the uh the Peter Pan show where she just kinda of threw weird kicks the whole time. She's she's alright, but she's not too great. She's a Tokyo Joshi pro. But um Okada and Ino get the victory here. Uh, Yuki Ino, he's he's that big barrel chested, flat top hair dude. Um, wears the trunks. He's oh man, he's he's pretty good, but um Harada goes into his his song and dance routine restoring the chops and getting ready to dance. And uh Eno cuts him off and Eno picks up the glasses and everyone starts popping. Like, oh here we go mm-hmm. And Eno puts on the glasses and the music starts for him and the crowd's like, hey! And everyone starts clapping, and at like as it's at the like the don 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 part. Every time one of the guys would run at him and he would clothesline him, And he's just clotheslining people to the beat of the music the whole time, and uh getting the victory. And then continues to dance after. So he completes the song and dance routine that, that Harada has since we started watching where he's getting beat to the beat while this dude is beating them up to the beat and getting the victory for his team. I only went one and three quarters, and I know that's a low rating because the match wasn't like the most like – it wasn't the, like the most technical match, you could say, but I it was – the fun aspect is really fun. I'll, I'll say that much.
2: Nice. Um, How was it seen, uh, Russellcast Radio's uh, own Veda Scott? Or I should say <laughs> guest, not own, but, you know.
1: I mean, she had an thing. It was been Some of the other stuff I've seen her in. It was, you know, I mean, it was... They had some fun little spots, they really didn't do a lot. it was It was literally let's warm the crowd up, and they did a good job with it. they They made everyone laugh, and we had a good time while watching it. and that's it's I'll say this. it's probably the only match under two stars that I would tell you is this kick.
0: Okay'.
1: Uh, Interesting. fun for it was like six minutes. it wasn't long, nice and simple. Um, fun match I with three stars in this next one. Mao, Puma King and Sammy Guevara. I uh, defeated a team of Kota Umeda, Yuki Ueno, and Mazaki Watase. A uh, fun little spot where they feel like they're in the ring and they're doing their stuff. And Sammy Guevara is, you know, he is going to do his taunt, whether they like it or not, on the eighth So he does it. So Puma King lays on the top rope a Michael Shawn Michaels, is how he's just sprawled out. Mao then goes and does it in in between the top and lays on the middle rope. So now he's strapped across the middle rope and Puma King's on the top. Sammy Guevara runs over and tries to lay across the bottom rope, but he can't get up there. So Mao, like, puts his armor on him like they're on a gate, and holds him up, and he's sitting on the rope. So these three guys are laying on the the ropes. (laughs) And then Puma King sits up and he starts climbing, you know, doing his cat run across the rope where he, He's pulling himself. And he stops at the very end. So then Mao decides he's gonna do it. So here comes Mao crawling across the middle rope like a cat. And then Sammy Guevara just looks at the middle rope and he's like, bleep all that noise It just gets down and just stands up. <laughs> and it was it was mildly entertaining. It was it was mildly entertaining. And that that goes off that whole where you mentioned Sammy Guevara has some face tendencies, and that was exactly what that was.
2: I cannot wait to check it out. Was there an appearance by the drone? The show stealer of Night 3. Wait,
1: say that one more time.
2: One more time. Oh, was there an appearance by the drone, the show stealer of Night 3? I did not see the drone, no. God, I forgot about
1: flying the throwing around. <laughs> God, I really <laughs> forgot he was doing that. Uh, see, he's got a little niche to him, man. I'm telling you, I I, I really like uh, Sammy Guevara. Um, but then uh, the third the third non-tournament match, which was really fun, uh, Shiro Yasaki and Mikado Oshii, uh took on the team of Masaki Ohana and Ryo mizumi Mizu, Mizu, Mizunami, I think is what I have written. Um, they're avid rival. I believe. They're Sendai girls. I don't think they're Tokyo Joshi Pro. I think there's something else. But this match went to a draw, and they beat the hell out of each other. Like this is really good. There was a there was a lot going with it, and um, I don't. I just had a lot of fun with it. It it was nice. Uh, nice seeing. It it was, it fit with that Beyond Wrestling intergender style because it was, you know, it was just like watching LAX against uh, Jordan Grace and uh, uh, why the hell can I think of Jordan Grace's partner at the time? uh
2: Lufisto? But you were on
1: Thank you, Lufisco. But it was like that. Yeah, they were just hard hit. But they just kept going for it.
2: RIP, uh, by the way, to Team Pog. Yeah, huh? We'll see what happens with with. with,
1: Oh, we got a Jordan Grace match to talk about too, coming up here.
2: Yep. Uh, But did the tournament once again, and not just any other Jordan Grace match. Yeah, this is a fun little Jordan Grace match too. I went three and a half on it. That was a good match. You remember we were like two feet away from Jordan Grace and we're like, "Hey, what's up, Jordan Grace?" And she just kept on walking.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, that was the first night at the convention. Yeah. And then there. It's like, oh, hey, cool. Oh, she doesn't care. And then I don't think anyone saw her again the whole convention
2: too. I don't even know what she was doing there. <laughs> Just
1: hanging out, I guess.
2: Getting paid, uh, getting ready for Warrior Wrestling Chicago Heights. Don't forget to get your tickets January fifth. Marion Catholic High School. Support a great cause. Scholarships, y'all. Shout them out at Warrior Wrestling on the Twitter. Warrior Wrestling on Facebook as well.
1: I would love, love to go to that show if I was in the country. I would definitely be there, especially when Drake yeah. is there. I think that,
2: that that's going to be a good show.
1: Uh, then we get a tournament time. Akita, uh, Akito defeats Dice Sasaki. Oh, that was tight. I think Alex was getting uh, taken by a Dalek from doctor who <laughs> But, uh, anyway getting to the tournament here I see it
2: it's a cluster I was like reaching for my charging cable so I'm like on nine devices I got a hotspot cuz the internet's sucking cuz I'm watching a very underrated uh, match of the year candidate even though Ryan would laugh at me uh from uh, takeover chicago this year the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match, but I got that going like internet's a-blazing, but now I got it on the hot spots, and uh, I tripped the headphone cord, so I apologize, ladies and germs.
1: Anything with the undisputed era is not laughable,
2: that's all I have to say. Those guys- hey, I thought Only Lurkin was uh, was Lars Sullivan for the longest time, so uh, I was very happy he, he is not. <laughs> Oh man, dude, that Lorne and Birch
1: match with Student Era, that crowd in Philly, I love it. A camp. And then by no. the end of it, Philly's
2: like, "You guys are amazing!" Like, they won that's what I said. Up. Like, it, it's my low key and easily in my top ten match of the year. Like, it's it's so great, but I, I had to edge the Mustache Mountain uh, title win in England um, at Royal Albert Hall uh, a little above this matchup. Blurred um, alerts.
1: Obviously, this was, <laughs> this was this was this uh, is a you know big gun to you though, as we talked about Akita was some great almost fireman's carries into into yeah. busters um, Thoughts on this match because I know you're getting really high on Akita. I, you think of, I loved oh,
2: getting the, the champ? I, I I loved it. I love how Sasaki is you know pretty much like what is going on in this tournament. You know, like you're saying only. Only one win so far, um, and, and it just caught him by surprise. But, hey, yoki um, or, sorry, Akita did it just by doing the basics. But also, you know, like you said, just doing so many different variations and how you could damage a knee, which, hey, I welcome. You know, I'm tired of the same leg stomps, the kicks and whatnot. When you could turn, you know, a – a double, like, knee to the chest into a leg lock, you know, octopus stretch, um, <laughs> I, I welcome that any day. Um, no, but the submissions and strikes that these two gave um, Sasaki, again, you know, he has his own little submission maneuver, the, the, uh, the cross face there. Um, but that double bow leg stomp, again, just so many variations on how you can wear your opponent down, wearing down the champ, um, uh, hitting that beautiful figure for, for that submission win. Again, low-key Zack Sabre Jr. I don't mean that to the spare of Jikita, um, but this guy, uh, I'm saying that, guys, because, of course, him having a huge year, you know, uh, with the New Japan and A-Kid. And, uh, um, I, I would say this is a, a guy you want to take a look at if you are a ZSJ fan. Yeah, he he's he's good,
1: man. It's like I said before, his leg work and limb work is so fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, then we get uh, one of my other. Once again,
2: also, did you do you know about the announcement that happened afterwards? I did not. I I didn't know there wasn't a buy. I kept so advancing. <laughs> um, I hit the sixty-second thing
1: after the matches.
2: Oh. <laughs> Uh, which is amazing by the way. Um <laughs> but no, um, Sasaki was so distraught after the surprise victory by Akito. Um he pretty much was just like, Hey, you know, cut my hair. You know, I's you know, I I'm I'm sorry, you know, I disappointed everyone. I disappoint myself. And then finally he's like, You know what? I want a rematch. So January third a
0: key oh, the
2: KOD title. You lucky some bitch.
0: Oh, fudge.
2: <laughs> you get to see one of my dream matches that I just created seventy two minutes ago. I bow down, sir. Oh
1: you have no idea how jacked I am oh, let's go.
2: Oh man. That's good. Can't awesome. I like you remember that eighties classic deja vu with like Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold where they pretty much like freaky Friday each other. Uh
1: I, I know who Savage is, but I don't know who Judge Reinhold is.
2: What? He was Eddie Murphy's boy in uh Beverly Hills uh cop. But anyways, um it's essentially, you know, they switch places, yada yada. You know, uh with that witchcraft voodoo stuff. Um for some if I could do that with Isaiah um, just for that match, <laughs> I'd be happy.
1: You could do it for the wrestling portions of the tournament. I don't think he'd notice. <laughs> we'll just get him on his bullet train and he'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> when he goes to Eros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tetsuya Endo is defeated by Sobatakao, losing the Damn Iron Man, Man. champion. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, so I had texted you. I don't know if you if you remember to, but did you watch like in the opening chain sequences how Tetsuya Endo looked more relaxed than somebody yes. who took like the greatest uh, bathroom break of their life? Like he just he's he's countering and he's rolling up and he did mm-hmm. that crazy leg leg move where he tripped him and then spl- split them over crossed the legs, bent back, and rolled him and grabbed his head. And he's just just stone-faced, like...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. But you know what? That stone face did not help him to start the match since he was taken down in the uh, paper-scissors rock. Even though they had no idea what paper-scissors rock was, it seemed like in the beginning. I'm like, just finish it already.
1: It's the end of one rock-paper-scissors, by the way. And now he did win it. And, and then he made Solomon the cow stick his arm out, so he could put him in an arm. Oh box. yeah, that's right, that's right. I <laughs> popped hard for that. I've never seen that before, by the way. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he won. It. And when well, they didn't do anything, I'm like, well, what happened since he didn't? Since he won, and he's like, come on. Solomon the cow just, all right, puts his arm out with his hand bent, and Endo grabs it. I was dying. I was dying. Right. God, that was funny. And it's it's one of those things once again where it's like it's so stupid, but I welcome it in this company mm-hmm. because it's like I know the charm behind it, and I, yeah. I I get the whole you know this is this is the the
2: theater aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun, fun man. No, uh, I you know there's no civil war. This was just you know I I liked how Endo's like, hey, I'm the leader, but you know to Kyle, you know obviously getting that that huge win. But also, you know, kind of at the end of the match, where you know he was you know, yes, he apologized you know for for taking the belt there, um but you know essentially, you know they just went back like, okay, you know, back to damnation business even even taking out the uh the sign guy um you know in, in, into the yeah, back was there. but
0: they
1: kept the belt within the faction.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So, so you know, Dicey Sasaki's got the got the the main title, and now they they kept the Iron Man between the two of them. They're
2: gonna you know, free bird that shit.
1: <laughs> and and you know, for a while there they had the six man tag titles until they yep. strong ones, So you know, Damnation did have a grasp on things. You know, I was saying, well God, that's a hell of a good stable, man. Dicey Sasaki, then he got Tetsuya Endo. Then he got Soma Takal. We got Mad Polly, And then he got Nobuhiro Shibatami in that group, too. That's a fun little team. I that have many a-
2: requests for possible uh, merch, but if I just get a Damnation shirt, I will be exquisitely happy. Yeah, I will. I But would if somehow that. you can get a Ring Conf towel, I would be even happier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will be on the lookout for all. Uh, that has been said, and shout out <laughs> to my guy, uh Dobuhiro Shimatami Tami as well, who won that battle royal defeating gorgeous Matsuno at the uh <laughs> at Peter Pan, but not only does he come running out and doing his entrance for Tetsuya Endo, but then he goes to the back and does it again for Soma Takao and just runs the opposite way, like he runs five yeah. o'clock once time, <laughs> and the crowd ate it up i mean it's. God, tight. Tetsuya Endo by the way goes for that dive between the buckles And gets blasted by to Takawa at the side That mm-hmm. sounded so painful
2: <laughs> um, Also that beautiful Springboard Pele kick I haven't seen anything that flawless uh, in, in quite some time Besides that phenomenal forearm uh, Earlier that we talked about as well <laughs> From Endo Kay. That he Tetsuy- also did he
1: is—he's flawless. Right. He is—he's growing to be my favorite guy in DDT. Um, talking about favorites. After what you've been saying, shitty Aoki defeats Speedball Mike Bailey. There's a spot where they got a reverse choke, and they're on the like on the the, yeah. the ring i like, these dudes are doing submissions out on a ramp play. I always thought that was a good idea. Put somebody to submission in the crowd. Why doesn't anyone do it? Mm-hmm. Jericho's the one I've ever seen do it when he put uh, Red Shoes' own kid in the lion tamer, the young lion.
2: <laughs> hey, Taz but, did it to Bigelow. It reminded me very ECW-like, you know, when they were kind of rolling onto that ramp there. And like you said, just, you know, submission, Bailey almost getting choked out.
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, she be a-okay does what he does best the second he locks the arm bar they quack tip, they they uh they tap quicker than when ronda taps uh it gets him tapping
2: so you know kudos hey, to him hey i love wrestlecast fan uh speedball mike bailey as much as the next one but to you did it seem like there was a little bit of like oh shit in his eyes like not afraid but like oh um this this is gonna be like throughout the whole match, it was just like a, like his face was like God. What did I get myself into? Why did I, Why did I agree to come in tonight?
1: I I don't know how he doesn't break his knees with that that moonsault <sighs> double knee stop. He yeah. was he got so much height on that thing, and then when he misses, he just drives his knees right into the ground.
2: Arashima too. Double <laughs> yeah. knee
1: specialist, These two are. Oh, my God. The, the amount of foot stomps that Hiroshima did in that main event. <laughs> I can't wait to talk that. Um, speaking of that, we go to the semi-main event. Uh, Kudelsuke Takashita beats def- uh, gets his victory, finally gets himself on the board, too, uh, as defeated Masahiro Takanashi. Uh, once again, it kind of we were talking about earlier, Woo! Takashita takes until day four to get on the board. Mm-hmm. I think it was only the second match of the tournament, to be fair, anyway. Um, yes, notes he lost to Mike Bailey, yes, yeah, so it was only the second match anyway, but um, he gets on the board a beautiful wall wall takanashi's sitting he he little mm-hmm. rope from the top rope, spring senton like Swanton bomb while he's sitting up for the victory, yeah, I mean that was that I've never seen that before, like that was like, yeah that was really takes nice takes him out, gets a big win um. Uh, Excuse me, um, uh, that main event uh Kazusada Haguchi gets his first win of the tournament over Hiroshima. Alex, how went four and a quarter This match
2: rocked <laughs> it uh it did not disappoint um as I put up my descriptions as I'm still learning these amazing performers in uh d d t uh for Higuchi, I put a tall slick haired uh Stan hansen type via uh Hiroshima. <laughs> AKA a little flipper, but I should call him a little knee stomper uh, kind of from now on. Um, But I loved how they were kind of filling each other out. I remember you texting me like, wow, this match is stiff, but I liked the slow pace for the first couple of minutes. You know, again, they were just trying to, to, you know, kind of test each other out. But then uh, as, as, you know, Hiroshima is about to do something. Nope. There's that Stan Hansen, like a shoulder block where Gucci's like, no, I'm gonna take over now. Um, and the slams <laughs> were almost as stiff as the chops, the headbutts, the lariats uh, by Higuchi. Um, but my God, is some some amazing, amazing stuff by by both these gentlemen in this match. Quickly, one yeah. of my favorites of the tournament as well. Yeah, this
1: this is this is my highest rated match I believe of the tournament. I, I'll, I'll quick skim, but I, I tell you what, watching Hiroshima – Comes off the top with one of the biggest foot stomps I've ever seen. Uh, Gucci rolls out of the ring, so then he jumps over the entire top rope just to foot stomp him while he's on the floor now at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. gets him back in the ring, puts him across the, the ropes a la Sasha Banks, and does another elevated foot stomp onto him. I mean, he was... And then he did the springboard foot stomp into the center of the ring and he landed straight on him like it was like it was a cage from virtual fighter. Like this was <laughs> I'm going to land on you with my feet. And he didn't he didn't brace for it. He just killed him. I mean mm-hmm. and then Hoguchi throwing some of the stiffest chops too in the tournament. Oh my god. And the kicks Hashima's kicks were so hard. This match oh, gosh. Grew, like, more I talk about it, this match rules.
2: Um, great main event.
1: Great way to end Night 4. Halfway through this tournament. Oh,
2: I love shoot. how Gucci, again, by the way, um, he just has that. He reminds me of Mike Awesome, not only with the uh, the, the slick-haired uh, Stan Hansen-type um, looks, uh, but also the moveset um, of, of a Mike Awesome there uh the aerial maneuvers that this man can do, um, to the crazy tilt a world power bombs again to the headbutts and the the stiff ass chops. Um you know if if Hirishima was maybe about fifty pounds more, um I could be like, oh it was like awesome in Tanaka. Um but if these guys can can keep kind of going as as they did on that night, uh give me more, give me more because yeah, this was Pure wrestling nirvana um, to to end the, the fourth night of the tournament.
1: And and that powerbomb Higuchi hit Hiroshima with to win the match was disgusting.
2: I mean, he like like he was him. limp. Yeah. like <laughs> it was beautiful. He was just like, oh, I gotta take this again after getting <laughs> headbutted again, knocking him the f outs.
1: Tremendous match! Tremendous match! Uh, I do want to give a recommendation to you and to our listeners, but preferably to you, so maybe we could try to sneak it in here. Um, this was uh, the the pro wrestling Noah Great Voyage in Yokohama Volume Two. This was kind of the payoff from their uh, their big excuse me their big uh, voyage tournament, which is like their G One or Grand Prix,
0: their mm-hmm. champion
1: card uh, And there was one, two, three, look at this list four five six matches out of the nine that were recommended to me to watch so um this was on december 16th and it's now hitting it's now hitting their streaming service now but i did find it on youtube somebody posted the whole show so i would say you know if you can get to it before it gets pulled down Uh, i don't Mm -hmm. know if it's what it is on there but this card I mean, there's a couple of these that I don't know. You may recognize their their names. Some of these you might not, but I just want to read this card over for everyone listening. Uh, Opening match, Kimi Okada and Yoshiki uh, Inamura take on Lindong Wan, who I think is from OWE, and then Mizuki Watase, who is from DDT. Uh, then we get an eight-man tag, uh, the 50 Funky Powers, Mohamed Yone and Quiet Storm, the two guys who I said would be wrestling when I get beat by Soma Takao in the crowd. Um, tag with Akatoshi Saito and Shiro Koshinaka. He is the innovator, original hip attack guy. He's usually in the, the Rambos before the New Japan shows. Oh, okay. He's um, got Masao Inoue. And three of the five members of the new big heel faction in Noah called the Hooligans. Uh, these are all dirty, grimy dudes too, so they fit the bill perfectly. Um, I, I enjoy. I enjoy four of the guys. There's one I can't stand, but maybe he'll win me over. Um, but like I said, Maseo Inoue and the Hooligan members, you um, know, guy Kazma Sakamoto and Cody Hall. Ugh, Cody Hall. <laughs> but and his yucks. List. Tag. We get uh, Juta Miyawaki, Koji Kanamoto, who's a legend in the in the uh, junior division from New Japan, and Sayo Morohashi taking on uh, three of the Rattels, Hayata, Yohei, and Tadasuke. Supposedly, um, Yohei turns face on the Rattels. I don't know how it happens. I don't know who wins, but I'm really interested to see if that means they're going to set up a Yohei and Hayata feud. Um, I hope I can still get my Rattel shirt because I'm going to be pissed if I can't. Uh, but that was one of the recommended matches. Another recommended match to me, um, we got Masakita Miya Atsushi Katoge, and My Guy Kano, who was one of my first picks in our fantasy draft, taking on uh, DDT's own Kota Umeida, Kezusada Haguchi, and Nobuhiro Shimatami from Damnation as a random six-man tag team. Uh, I love Shimatami, and I love Haguchi as we just talked about. And Kota yep. Umeida, he's the dude who wears, like, the purple biker shorts, and he's got the black hair. He's he's pretty good, so that's another six man that was recommended to me. Uh, Yoshinari Ogawa taking on Doug Williams, kind of a veteran Whoa. match. But that could
2: Whoa, be. wait, what? I thought he was done forever. What happened? So I, is he
1: replaying it? <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's fulfilling his last date. Is what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> this was the hey, next yeah. four matches all recommended. Um, we see the team of uh, Jimmy Ohara and uh, Hitoshi Kumano, the Backbreakers, uh, going after uh, High 69 and Minoru Tanaka. They are the GHC junior heavyweight tag champs, uh, tag title match. Uh, Kotaro Suzuki defends the junior title against Daisuke Harada of the Rotelles. Uh Tag team title match, Go Shiozaki and Katsuhiko Nakajima. Um, I call them team stiff as shit, but they don't really have a team name, I think, but that's just what I call them. Um, You might remember Nakajima from the guy that Shimada headbutted at Wrestle Kingdom and had blood coming down his face. Um, And they're taking on the other two members of the hooligans, Maybach Tanaguchi and my guy, Yuji Hino. He's the one that has the big uh, bleeping bomb where he just holds him like halfway across his back and then flings him forward, sticking his little finger out, killing the guy. He was an uh, All-Japan guy. Love Yuji Hino. And then the main event, uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, their big, young prospect ace that eventually I think they're going to go with. Uh, he won mm-hmm. the, the tournament, and he's getting his title shot against Takashi Sagara. He's had a great title run. He's, I believe Sagara's 48 years old right now, and he sure as hell doesn't see it. He's had that belt since, I think, January when he beat Kano for it, so... I'm really excited to watch that show. Like I said, all four title matches and both six man tags are recommended. Eight man looks fun. The opening tag could be fun and the singles. Who knows? Ogala versus Williams. But once again, guys Noah' great voyage in Yokohama volume two was from the 16th recommended to me. I'm recommended to you guys. I'll check it out. Maybe, maybe one of these days, me and Alex will talk about it. Uh, if we can both get down to watching it, but
2: Hey, stranger shit has happened. That's for cool. sure.
1: Cool. Um, it's like that one day I was like, hey, I'm watching a Ricky Chosu produce show right now.
2: Um, it's the guy who catfished you as the opener. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, are you going to um, catch any like big monster matches? Are there going to be anything like that? Oh, uh, I mean, no, Japan.
1: Not... I mean, not that I know, but that's not saying we can't find something. Um, maybe. <laughs> but this is our number two. Let's take our number two and let's dive into progress 80 um, real quick here. I don't know what these still have here. Um I know Alex kind of mentioned this to me real quick in the chat and I, I just needed to, uh, to do the same. So, Let's just really quick hit you with a break. We haven't done a break in like a year, I think. We're going to give you a quick break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about Progress 80 and 81. Russcast Radio.
2: Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative beer stand.
0: Identify each of the other caller. Record your name after the tone.
2: Hey, yo, it's Sportscast Radio.
0: You need to record a new greeting. Record after the tone. Hit any key when
2: you're done. Ryan Cook and Jordan Jiskra give you the best in sports of the week with real MVPs, spit takes, big news, and obviously those rumors. Strong Style Media is available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, blogtalkradio.com, That means anywhere.
0: You're connected. Say hi.
2: You
1: a fan of hot takes that make you say this? Join me, Ryan Cook, and my co host Alex Mello every Monday night right here on Strong Style Media. We'll give you the goods from New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, Impact, Ring of Honor, Stardom, All Japan, Lucha Underground, and many, many more. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tudor, Player FM, and now on iHeartRadio. Radio. As always, blog radio.com forward slash strong style media as well. And you know you get us on social media. Hit us up. We gotta get back to the ring. It's time for the man.
0: You have the lowest fantasy football winnings I've ever seen. You have earnings dysfunction. I recommend DraftKings. And if you draft the perfect lineup in the free opening weekend contest, the prize is one
2: billion dollars. You said a billion dollars? Billion, with the B. This is this is this is money. I I know what that is. Play DraftKings free one hundred thousand dollar contest week one, and if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win
1: one billion dollars booyotamente latino hasta la muerte y después worldwide latino pride the ambassadors of violence lax k the notorious 187
0: hammer
1: Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm from Miami, not Compton Down with the essays and the 6-4 <laughs> <laughs> That was a ironically a, a perfectly placed accidental commercial, if I do say so Because those two guys were uh, headliners the whole tournament,
2: or the whole weekend Yeah, <laughs> um, and you know how I always talk to Itch on LAX where, You know, you're like, no, they're good, the OGs, you know Obviously, they sustained that for over a year, it seemed like weekend Ryan, um and you know, kind of going back to that Slam Reversary match and a few of their other matches on YouTube from this year. Hot Take Ryan, LAX is on my list of uh of the top 5 tag teams in professional wrestling in 2018. Nice. My god, are these guys uh tr- tr- um tremendous. I like how, you know, you look at them, you know, even even the, how they move in the ring, you're like, well, this isn't going to work. And then they just, just the emotion is there. And, and you're just like, you can see them say, all right, I'm going to pull out this, you know, nine super kick combo. And then, you know, we're going to have Ortiz dive, you know, uh, into the outside there. Um, and it's just uh, some some awesome, awesome stuff. Um, I would like to see sometime down the line them and the Usos. That would be definitely a fun, A fun match.
1: Yeah, it would. Oh man, their styles would mesh well together. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> look. I, you know, I, won't, we won't give it away until we get there. But night one, I went four and a half. Night two, I went four and three quarters. <laughs> that yeah. nice. I be I think we. I don't know what else to say. It was the best two matches the whole the whole weekend
2: for me. Um, and I've still yet watched the uh, the New York match, which uh, I plan to watch. Uh, hopefully after the show tonight. Ooh, that'll be fun. By the way,
1: I had totally, um, I totally watched the, uh, uh what you call it, the, oh, that that the the, the, the seventy five progress that uh Jimmy Havoc and uh, Will Osprey deathmatch. match. Yeah. I watched yep. that with Isaiah, and, and oh my lord, was that match incredible? <laughs> I couldn't believe half of what I've seen. Like I, I was watching that, and the stuff they were doing, I'm like, "You're dead!" And then the, the flip DDT storytelling in,
2: in that yeah, match. It,
1: I it, mean, and it, Paul he,
2: Robinson seemingly being the uh, kind of the vulnerable one in that situation throughout the whole match, and him playing it pretty much straight was uh, was was great because you know Osprey wanted to rip his damn head off.
1: Oh my gosh, the whole. Uh, and, and that front flip DDT from that railing to the two tables. Oh, and, yeah. and, and he just bounced. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, well, I see how Osprey was injured from that. And then the Paul Robinson footstop into the tax was perfectly tied. Oh, it was a, that match was great. That match was great.
2: I was like, somebody's going to die here. <laughs> Literally. I'm pretty um, sure one of them did, and then you know God was like, "No, nah, you you got you have to entertain the masses a little more," and then when boom, <laughs> let's be real, it was Jimmy Havoc. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's dead.
1: Two two fun shows. Uh, nothing incredibly blow. Well, I shouldn't say that. Obviously, there's three matches that I went four and a half four and a half and four and a quarter. There was one four and a quarter match. I did go the other matches were were nothing bad whatsoever. Um, Night two actually was, was better than I'm I'm looking at now. Night one was, was okay for me. Um, Paul Robinson defeats Chris Ridgeway. I went two and a half on it. I think I just had higher expectations after what Ridgeway did with Devlin. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: You know, maybe that was what hurt the match. Um, and maybe just because it was a straight up match, too, didn't do any favors for Paul Robinson. Yeah, um, but it, it, nothing
2: wrong with the match. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Thoughts on the opener? The conflicting styles usually can work, but but yeah, in this instance, you know, um, it didn't. You know, but but as we would see um, in Chapter eighty one. You know, they they kind of did these matches to the style of each participant. This was definitely a Chris Ridgeway match. This was mm-hmm. like an uh, uh, an MMA fight where you know we see in Chapter eighty one it was more to the advantage of one Paul Robinson. So I I liked you know kind of the two matches kind of it's as called. a story. Um, I I think they're they're formidable watches. Um, where, yeah, I mean, the crowd, you know, wasn't too into it per se. Um, you know, again, this was not Devlin or Ridgeway <coughs> top five match of the year. Um, but <laughs> this was definitely, uh, you know, a, a good match to then, you know, watch chapter 81 right afterwards, you know, it's a, it's a good 25 minute sit down where you're just like, okay, I like this. Give me number three now.
1: Good take, good take. I like I like the way he went through that. Um, second match, I went two and a quarter. I liked it last. Legaro, Legaro defeated by Drew Parker. I just don't. You know, Demetrius said this to me when I saw him about a week ago, and he's like, "I just don't like a Legaro." Like, oh my god, he's not that bad. And then I don't know if he's it was bad. Just, him and Parker just didn't work well for me, or if if it is Legaro that doesn't work, or I just don't like Drew Parker. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't anything bad. It was a raw TV match. I
2: mean, it was fine, but I don't know. I like the the TVR thing. Um, The most exciting thing was uh, the pre-match where where Trivet, you know, just goes off, and I loved it. Um, You know, pretty much telling the crowd, you know, wrestling's fine. You know, we're not a stable. We're not a faction. (sighs) We're just here to make noise. We're here to make change in progress wrestling. You know, again, simple storytelling. This has been, you know, since the beginning of time, not only in professional wrestling, you can say it in any aspect of a life or business, if you will. But, uh, you know, cutting the horns off, of Leggero at the end of yeah, the match there was uh, was was pretty daunting to see. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm liking do not resuscitate. You know, yes, you could say, well, they're just like, you know, the Wyatts or they're just like right the censor or they're just like blah, blah, blah. The difference is, is, you know, you've got a good mouthpiece. You've got a good leader. And I mean, Drew Parker and the other skinny lad, uh, you know, they, they can definitely move. They're not, you know, they're not green. They're not there, but Hey, you build off the momentum of do not resuscitate. You know, maybe they, they will improve, you know, as, as they kind of get into bigger matches uh, in 2019.
1: Yeah. I, I like that. And, and it's kind of one of those things where we talked about too, is are they getting another stable ready in case they lose British strong style?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He cut his horn off. Like I was like, Whoa. That's almost as bad as, you know, cutting hair on a bull. Is is
1: this one of those things, too, where they're just getting El Ligero as a standby in case something I want to bring up here? uh, You know, at some point while we're talking here, and and it'll be more worth talking about when we get to um, when when we talk about the next night um, because of the angle. But uh, next Uh up, we had Pete Dunn defeats Mark Andrews. I went three and a quarter. Uh, they, we're continuing the Mark Andrews not winning thing. Um, I'm curious to where the story's going to go. I feel like, I feel like if they do this right and depending how long they get to keep Mark Andrews,
0: mm-hmm. you know, cause
1: it was one of those things where if they're just having Mark Andrews put people over on the way out because of the WWE deal that pretty strong, cause British strong style, Mark Andrews have that tier one thing. Um, but he puts over Pete Dunn, so it really wasn't doing the company any favors if he is going out, so that was why I was a little confused, so maybe they are planting the seeds, but once again, it's one of those things where I'm not going to believe anything they say about this British wrestling thing until I see it happen,
0: Mhm,
2: yeah, which I mean the sky has not fallen yet, <laughs> you know as as <laughs> you know, as of december twenty seventh but um i i yeah, I like how Andrew since the t l c match at Wembley you know is just you know. And he's challenging. I mean, he's challenging names. It's not like you know, he's he's going on and, and and taking on a Barry Horowitz, bit of momentum. I mean, you go from from your 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 biggest rival and you know, and Eddie Dennis to you know, Pete Dunn to to this is Mark Haskins, uh, newly signed to Ring of Honor, by the way. Um, so where's that's gonna go? But that what I was. That was my cliffhanger. I was hinting towards ah, uh, for the next one. And and Mark Andrews is you know steadily growing on me. I like this. You know, is he going to get out of it? You know, type. Um, this guy can move. This guy looks like how I feel uh, or how I felt this morning uh, after shoveling uh, for an hour last night since we got hit with fourteen inches of snow. Oh, um, uh but but Mark Andrews was definitely. Um, something to see. I, I have yet to watch too much NXT UK because progress to me is my NXT UK. It's the rawness of it, so I don't want that saturated stuff yet. Even though I, I a lot of people told me <laughs> it'll be okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. I've I've watched bits and pieces
1: of maybe six of the episodes so far, and I've liked what I've watched. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been anything that made me go ugh. Um, there's been stuff where I've just kind of skipped and you know, that is what it is, but there was nothing where I was like, "Oh damn it. I really got to watch this now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, It wasn't like great WWE, you know, Monday night raw, the main event is Baron <laughs> Corbin and the first time they, in their history, they get under 2 million watches. I wonder why, you know, finger <laughs> on the pulse of my ass because you'd stop it. I'm not even going to get into WWE because that's not even on the docket. So f that noise. Let's go to the next match. Uh, Trent Seven defeats Dan Maloney. Oh, match- who's this guy? I, I think Dan Maloney has, if I remember, right, was on some of the UK shows, uh, WWE. Okay. UK, but I don't quote me on it. I might be thinking of Dan Mastiff. Um, but that was a fun oh. little match. Three and a half on it. Good stuff with Dan Maloney.
2: Yes, uh, Trent Seven. This was a, a little bit of an edge to seven in this match uh, a, a nice challenge if you will but let's be real but since he's had the at- it's been fun a match after fun match but I like how you know it's not all that comedy trend seven um you know minus of course the Zach Gibson uh you know kind of uh tidbit from a few chapters back but but um but no uh but with this this was good because seven's you know you could see he's like ah you know this this isn't going to be an easy you know an easy night here and and Maloney was definitely beating the living hell out of Trent Seven um but yeah I again you know don't think of Trent Seven as a a wrestler all all the time if that makes sense because I just see him rolling gingerly into the ring and doing crazy stuff um, you know that that's funny, you know, in a way, but, but when he can kind of give you like a a brain shoulder buster on the apron, um, that vicious yeah. streak is definitely intact. Um, I, I, hopefully, uh, in a few weeks here, when I get a day off, can go deep, uh, into the Trent seven library, uh, uh, you know, if you will, and just kind of check out some, some older matches, maybe fans, you know, uh, give me some recommendations on Facebook, um, You know, WrestleCast Radio or, uh, you know, on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Uh, give me some some deep cuts of Trent Seven there. But uh, I thought this was a fine match. Again, I'm loving this title reign uh, so far and, and definitely is making me a fan.
1: Yeah, and all these matches have been different, too. Zach Gibson match, the Chino Gambino match, like... A lot of this, a lot of the stuff that they've been doing with with this Atlas title has been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we move into uh, Mark Haskins and Eddie Dennis defeat Do Not Resuscitate. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: Ruth Evers, and I can never remember the other guy's name that he's with. Uh,
2: what is it, Mambo? Number yeah, five? Yeah,
1: the Chuck Mambo. I, I don't know why I could never, remember remember Chuck Lonvo. I went two and three quarters on it. It was, it was cool, but it wasn't. It didn't blow me away, but it was, you know, it was it was a little bit above average, and I'll take that. I have no complaints in it.
2: Um, it was a I, good way
1: to set up with, with that angle. You know what I mean?
2: Agreed. Yeah, and and that's all this match was was designed to do. And I I thought mission accomplished. Um, what I also uh, liked about it was. Eddie Dennis and Mark Haskins kind of teaming up, you know, of course they had their own grudge um, to settle, but uh, you know, saying, Hey, we're going to put that aside and try to take out, do not resuscitate. So I liked that tag teaming, if you will, very attitude era esque, you know uh, of, of, of the random tag teams, but um, no, I, you know, like you said, a serviceable match, you know, again, just trying to further the, do not resuscitate Into 2019.
1: Um, Then we get then we get the the fun of the show. These are my fourth and then third favorite matches of the weekend, and and I can't believe I'm saying this was my fourth favorite match because there's three (laughs) matches better than this. But uh, Ilya Dragunov defeats Tyler Bate.
0: Mm.
1: I don't look. I I don't even want to talk about it. I just want you people to watch it. I mean, agreed. Dragunov just, just c- continues to be what he is. Awesome, awesome spot into the uh, torpedo. Moscow was not expecting it. Tyler mm. Bate showing impressive strength. Dragunov is is one of one of my favorite sellers in wrestling with the way that he he takes everything and reacts to everything. <laughs> he, He's tremendous. He does such a good job in the ring there. But Tyler Bate, I mean, and this is one of those things that I was kind of hinting at with the Mark Andrews thing. Tyler Bate puts over Ilya Dragunov, who's seeming to be a mainstay in, in progress. I, I love that it happened this way. Does nothing to hurt Tyler Bates, And all you're Agreed. doing is building Ilya Dragunov because if you can replicate the magic from WXW in the the, the gold carrot tournament, uh, 16-karat gold tournament, and you're going to eventually lead us
2: to Dragunov versus Walter. great. Sign me the F up. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that Walter's send-off match? Um, <laughs> what was your first oh, exposure like that to, to Ilya Dragunov, by the way? Was it the uh, 2014 the, tournament? Yeah, it was, it was the
1: 2017 16-karat gold tournament when he won the thing. Um, wow. That was my first time. So He's about a year, man. year and a half ago. So I'm still relatively new. I haven't seen, I've I've known about him, but I haven't seen a lot of his matches. I've been more <laughs> exposed to him this year, but, um, you know, obviously one of the big things in the introduction I showed you two was that, that yeah. pop when he made his return uh, against Walter and um, bad Brian or whoever it was, uh, Bones or bad Andy or whatever the hell that guy's name was in that match. Then <laughs> um, the main event Title shot on the line LAX defeats Gresham And cool. books uh, The calamari catch kings uh, CCK in there I I love how they all dance at the beginning And he makes the stapler
2: dance It's yes. So stupid but I enjoyed it I enjoyed the show Hey the stapler even <laughs> garnered an elbow For God's sake That was tight <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, gets elbow
2: is, gets up, you know, dances it off.
1: <laughs> and you know what worked about this match is they gave him a lot of time. So you got to have a little fun at the beginning. You got a nice little slow paced intro to the match. And then you just got 15 minutes balls on the wall. And yes. I heard this wasn't as good as their match in New York. You talked about from August. Um, I think it was August 13th, maybe the show was August 12th, something like that. But. I if if th- if that match was better than this, I'm right there with you. Sign me up. Like
2: again, I'm gonna turn it on. A Great mix with technical wrestling and the comedy. They they just played it off perfectly, like you said, from the dance off, um, you know, and 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 then a staple gun, you know, kind of taking um, taking the spots of the uh, the face off in the uh, the tag match the chapter before. Um, with the anti fun police there. Uh, but, uh, no, this was a great match. Jonathan Gresham, again, finding out that this guy's been wrestling for well over 12 years baffles me on how he's just becoming, you know, prevalent into the wrestling landscape. I, I couldn't imagine this guy in, in the late nineties, early two thousands, during that cruiserweight, uh, golden age, if you will, mm-hmm. um, He would, matches with Malenko, Guerrero, Benoit, those would be effing clinics. Sorry, I almost dropped the bomb there. Uh, My own Torpedo Moscow, if you will. But uh,
1: (laughs) Cresher would be... Torpedo
2: Moscow (laughs) as 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 your young ones in the house? (laughs) Heck, yeah. The stepdaughter doing repeated Torpedo uh, Moscows is a brilliant, a wonderful, beautiful sight. Hell, I showed her that death match with uh, Eugene uh, Nagata, Eugene and even uh, Callie was like, Eugene, got to be kidding me. Really, <laughs> as blood gushing
1: from his
2: forehead from a giant gash <laughs> onto the mat, and she's like, this is cool. His,
1: his wrist to his elbow was red. You couldn't see his skin. Like, was that and- the main event? Because how do you no, wrestle in that ring after? So, so here's here's how I ironically stumbled all over that. So, um, Rich Krejci, Re- uh, the uh, voices of wrestling, is doing a. They're watching him and him and I can't remember who the other guy is, and I apologize for that. But they're watching every one four show main event up until Wrestle Kingdom. Oh. And doing like a twenty minute podcast about each match and the two thousand four. Main event was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura facing the the NWF champ, champion, uh, the invading Yoshihiro Takayama. He's that big, big Japanese dude with the blonde hair, who's famously known for the MMA fight where him and Don Fryer just repeatedly punching themselves each other in the face over and over for like ten straight seconds. So. I mean, this match is stiff as hell. Nak- Nakamura gets the win. It was a really good match too. How he won, it was unexpected. I love how the win of the way that they get, That's one to go watch too, by the way, Alex.
2: But um, why does Yoshihiro Takayama look like he should be a part of the uh, Rock and Roll Express?
1: <laughs> that's tight
2: as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> also, man. he's in the Martin Scorsese movie uh, Silence. By the way, that's uh, awesome. Idea. This guy's a this guy's an actor. Also in the Calamari wrestler. Well, shout out to Jonathan Gresham.
1: So, like, so, so that happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the ring and I'm going, why is there so many blood stains on this canvas?
2: Oh, so, you did detective work.
1: Yeah, so I decided to go back and all of a sudden I see life or death match. Uh, Kensuke Sasaki, who I freaking love, and Yuji Nagata and I my jaw hit the floor, and I was like, "Ah, click!" And I watched this like ten-minute match of just violence. I could—I mean, this match was brutal. <laughs> he has got Sasaki in a, in a submission, and Sasaki won't tap. And eventually, the uh, Red Shoes just calls it. He's like turning purple from like being stretched and blood loss, but he won't tap. <laughs> And, I mean, it, it was I, – I, dude, this is like – like, I can't believe the gigs that they did. Like, mm-hmm. This is – I'm just going to take the, the the razor and just shove it into my head and turn is essentially what it looked like they did. Because they just, like, pulled a gouge out of their own
2: foreheads. <laughs> like, really I, I'm pretty sure they pulled out, like, brain meats out of each other. And they're punching each other in the face and chopping and head-butting and, I
1: mean, Sasaki's biting him. I mean, <laughs> that's why so the second I saw it, I said, okay, I need to text everyone. Just imagine but, if
2: I, Naito Jericho in person is, like, 40% of that match.
1: It would be awesome, because I don't want to see anyone go as hard as Nagata and Sasaki did. Really? I mean, I can't lie. I was pretty tight, but it's like right at the beginning, Kensuke Sasaki, Northern, Northern Lights driver. I said, "Holy shit, he's gonna win in two minutes." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Medusa, who's still recovering from Kensuke Sasaki's wife, Akira Hokuto, dropping that on her at 90 Starcade. I remember. I <laughs> remember. I mean, he was like, what was that? Like, he had no idea what just happened when he, oh, Hokuto picks her up for a body slam. Oh, she's going to fall on her side and drive her head into the ground. Welcome to America. Like, Medusa, I think it was the end of her. Then she got, then she became infatuated with Evan Courageous five years later. So that's what that did to her. <laughs> Anyway, that's the end of the, that tangent. Um, and a monster progress. truck. Speaking of driving monster trucks, I I have an idea but, okay, we'll get into Progress eighty one here for a second, but since you mentioned that, I got to bring this up to you because I rewatched this. Um, do you think instead of doing the the Bears orange and blue style of the 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 Showtime uh Showtime Wrestlecast shirt, just basically flipping the colors,
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of doing that, what would you think of about? Finding somebody who can basically draw a silhouette without any facial features, so it's, we can't get in trouble, mm-hmm. or even even like a torn rattered t shirts on the t shirt, and on it it says that's Andre's shirt.
2: <laughs> that would be uh, dope.
1: Like, like, so just ponder those ideas until, until yeah. We ever, Twenty more shirts, and then we can add. We can get up to seven. So we can only do four at the moment. So you guys need to go buy them shirts, damn it!
2: Yeah, um, go check it out. ProWrestlingTees.com dot com forward slash Wrestlecast Radio. That's sixteen dollars so. Nine, yeah. yeah, cheaper than a, a Hot Topic shirt. Twenty bucks. You get it from Pro Wrestling Tees when you're getting your Kazuchika Okada gear for Wrestle Kingdom, or you're getting an awesome. Or, uh, you know, Ric Flair, since he's, you know, signed to them. Um, or maybe a racist Hulk Hogan shirt. No, I'm His Japanese shirt's awesome. Uh, but, you know, Pro Wrestling is an amazing, amazing spot. I took Ryan there. I've been there a few times. Uh, a buddy of mine, um, you know, who's also going to WrestleMania, uh, you know, in a couple of months, uh, just went there the other day. So, so uh, go check it out. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Radio just WrestleCast. just WrestleCast. Oh, cast cast we didn't
1: i i was like if i don't have to make the url so long for people to type i'm gonna do it
0: and well, I, I went great. for
1: it and we, yeah because I'll, I'll forget i'm bad with that stuff um but yeah so just think about those two ideas
2: <laughs> awesome no <laughs> but, um quick question is chris brooks the kyle o'reilly of progress where he's just a fantastic tag team wrestler, but also oozes that charisma out of nowhere and just backs it all up in the ring. Is it fair if I
1: say Kyle oreilly light?
2: Because I still think oh, Kyle yeah. O'Reilly,
1: like he low-key might be the, you could almost argue him. DeMora thought about this the other day, and I, and I was just kind of sitting doing my random wrestling thinking while playing Madden. Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> might be the best guy in NXT.
2: Like, okay. Is that, is that fair? <laughs> like, what do I, you mean? The best guy, like, just meaning where's the overall package? I mean, he's not the best on promos, per se. Granted, he's not really given a chance. But he's not bad when he talks either. To be fair. But True. I guess I, I haven't n-
1: seen too much from it. But, but that's a per- so that's a perfect start point because, like you said, he's not you know he's not known for his promo work. So, you would think a guy that's not known for promo work would have that much charisma.
2: Yeah, true. I always saying, think he does it ironically, to be honest then, with you.
1: And like he, everything he does is believable. He can sell. Mm-hmm. He can he can work a single. He can work a tag. You know he yes. can, he can run a multi man match himself with everybody. Like I, I was just thinking about it. Like this dude is so good, and nobody he doesn't ever get that much credit for it.
0: And then I started thinking next back,
1: year. His uh, Super Junior Final with Ushida and how good that was. And yeah. then I was thinking about his with Adam Cole, how good that was. And I'm like, god damn, man, this dude is good. He's real good. And it started making me think, do you, do you think, and I don't want to turn this into an NXT thing here, because we still got 81 to talk about, and we got 26 minutes. But do you think the reason that Heavy Machinery and... Lars Sullivan and Lacey Evans. And I'm leaving EC3 out because I I don't think he's that bad. And I know I'm one of the high people on him, but I don't think he's that bad. Do you think people like that are are being brought up to the main roster? So that way, if they fail like a lot of the NXT people do when they get to the main roster,
2: mm-hmm. it doesn't reflect. Future Adam, Endeavored.
1: Yeah. But it, it, it doesn't reflect bad because they still have Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and Adam Cole and Robert Strong and, ricochet in nxt so they can continue to sell tickets and it doesn't kill off their brand so you know that way if they fail ho-hum doesn't hurt us you know whereas if adam cole goes to the main roster and fails that's gonna you know that's gonna
2: reflect bad yeah but that's that's not gonna happen because you know he has a catchphrase where you know i i mean a heavy machinery they changed my opinion on him when i saw him earlier this year at a uh, nxt show in florida um, but, you know, again, I, I see them, unfortunately, going down the Ascension route. You know, rumor <laughs> and innuendo has it where, you know, if Vince doesn't like, you know, one of them, you know, pretty if, much t- expect to see them on, on a main event. You know, which I I, guess, I sadly see. But, you know, they, they haven't. What's that? Doesn't like, he likes
1: Tucker Knight, but doesn't. I guess it hinges on uh, uh, Otis. Otis Dol- yeah, Otis.
2: <laughs> um yeah
1: but, I mean, so I,
2: talking- oh no I, I was just saying you know i i just don't you know see them breaking down you know the doors and whatnot but i you know hey he's from minnesota god bless oh i
1: didn't know that that's right i can't well he gets bonus points for me now well thanks alex um but like <laughs> let me say this to be fair. And I know this, this, a lot of people are going to think I'm on crack for this, this comparison, but just hear me out with this is Bo Dallas had an incredible title run. His mm-hmm.
0: heel,
1: his heel work as NXT champion. He it as a face and transitioned to a heel and got over very well on both of those angles. I mean, do you count him? Do you call him a success of the main roster with his tag title run with the B team? And his yeah. stuff with the social media. No, it took
2: him five years, it seemed like, or an eternity for him to, you know, finally grace championship gold. After, like you were saying, I remember everyone saying, believe in Bo Dallas. And whenever I would watch a match, I'm like, eh, you know, from the latter match, you know, for the NXT championship, you know, to his stuff, you know, I, it, it just never impressed me per se. But maybe it was due to the fact that I was more into his brother's character. You know, kind of at that time. So I was kind of like, ah, I'm more of a Bray Wyatt guy. That's the rotunda, you know, I, I got my, you know, my horse hitched to. But, you know, in, in that aspect, you know, I, I you know, I deem him a... Uh, <laughs> what number one draft pick bus should I pick? No, I, you know, yeah. unfortunately, you know, it's it's just something that doesn't resonate. You know, the Boliv thing in, on paper should have worked, you know, mm-hmm. on, on, on main television. It just... You know, thrusted in that time, you know, just no one gave a damn. It was the time what you know when the fans were started rebelling? You know, they were like, "Why aren't you letting us like Daniel Bryan? Why aren't you letting us watch Daniel true. Bryan?" So you true have this true. guy come on saying, "Believe," and I was like, "No, we don't want that ish anymore. You know, we we want the American Dragon holding championship gold."
1: Let me let me real quick, and then we'll move to to eighty one. But I just think this is a fun little topic, and I want to get your opinion on it because. What about Nakamura? I was going to say, what about Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe? I know it's they've tough. done a lot. I know that they've been in title matches. I know Nakamura has won gold. You know, mm-hmm. I I did all that stuff, but. If you look at the meat and potatoes, and not to not to, not to cut you off there like I did, but when you get to the meat and potatoes of thinking Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura are going to be put on WWE television, <laughs> have they been a flop?
2: It's hard. Isn't it
0: it, it is me.
2: hard. I would say it, yes due to the know, fact. But- You know, that you would think on a bigger stage, you're going to be like, oh, man, people are going to remember these guys for their WWE careers. And I've only seen maybe a handful of Nakamura New Japan matches, to be fair. I maybe have seen four or five, um, a couple of those on a repeat, um, where I'm just like, I I couldn't tell you. Like, this past year just seems so long for both of these guys. But when you think Samoa Joe, you're not thinking you know, Roman Reigns match, or, you know, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, even though that was a damn good match with Lesnar, I think more of that TNA stuff still, that Ring Mm -hmm. of Honor Samoa Joe, you know, it's just not the same. Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, I do like, but I think the NXT Nakamura, so... In a nutshell, yes, it has been a letdown. You know, whether you blame creative or not, you know, it's just kind of a loss in the shuffle. It was, you know, lost in the reigns effect where that's where Vince said the focus had to be on, allegedly, you know, where, you know, it was just not shining other people and him not realizing the Kevin Owens is the Shinsuke Nakamura's, you know, and, and the Samoa Joe's have that fan base, have that alt status, if you like, the keyboard warrior's love, if you will, where they can stand on their own. We're lucky AJ Styles, you know, had the 2017 that he had. Hell, he had the title pretty much this whole 2018. But, but, you know, people would say 2017 was definitely the highlight of his E career. Uh, You know, going from, you know, getting hit in the – in the dick by Shinsuke Nakamura instead of getting need uh to punching the chairman of the board To end <laughs> the fiscal year. Um, cringe worthy promo by the way ever. He punches Vince and
1: goes, Ooh, like, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> i was like, give me a break." To me saying, "Oh the my god, in your heart." <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
2: sorry. It's like jump ship already. Jump ship so, agent. Let me ask
1: you this, let me ask you this last quick point point Then we'll move on. We mentioned Joe and Nakamura and once again, this is, I think this is a really good topic and I don't mean to cut away from our progress, but I think this is a really good conversation. Um, We, we look at Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura who both went for the WWE title, I believe three times on pay-per-view this year. So you would think that's a success, but the matches were kind of, I mean, they were fine, but they, when you put Styles against either one of those guys, you're expecting instant classic. You're expecting mm. just what you get every time. You go, "Oh, Tanahashi's going to wrestle Okada." Well, you know what you're yeah. going to get. Well, we thought we knew what we were going to get, and especially based off the fact of what we saw with Nakamura that's what Show and Styles.
2: Time. Yeah, that, exactly. That's just...
1: Yeah, and and you see, you, you we know what we got with with Joe and Styles and TNA, and we got mm-hmm. we know what we got with Styles and Nakamura in New Japan. So we know the matches are there. They weren't barn burners, and and I almost wonder once again, you know, yes Nakamura and Joe maybe have failed in that aspect because they haven't lived up to the hype, but that's once again another reason why. Look, my like, my wrestlers of the year list I think is ten or eleven people. AJ's not on there for once,
0: and I, I I think you
1: got to credit AJ for a disappointment of those matches as much as you do the other guys. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. I love AJ Styles, but you could argue that the biggest, biggest punchline next to get it. Um, and, and maybe LeBron James for Elijah is, is it AJ? Cause I was starstruck <laughs> that he's finally here and I've waited for mm-hmm. this. And it's, it's he's been a letdown this year too. And yeah. I think that's just a general, general consumption of the entire product. You know, remember when we were talking at the, you know, halfway through the year, we're like, dude, we might have to put a WWE guy on this match or on this rest of the year. And it's Seth Rollins. How bad is he kind of flopped seven, you know, July through December. His, his feud with, with Ziggler was good to the point that it just got so sickening because they were on TV every week. Him we and saw Ambrose eight bombs.
2: times in a month. <laughs> like. So it's I think TLC tarnished this 2018. That TLC match, it, it had to have. Yeah, that's like
1: that match made me go, wow, that was, you know, Rollins should have, Rollins and Ambrose should have went in there and killed it, and they did it. Mm-hmm. And that disappointment, like I know the last couple of years, you know, one of the biggest disappointments has been the WWE's main roster.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: that's been on my list again this year, I'm not going to lie. And and I say that to the point that when you have this good of a roster, there's no reason you should be having such piss poor matches. You know, mm-hmm. you have Claudio Castagnoli in the ring and he's holding some guy's dick Ugh. who's peeing. Like, <laughs> you, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me?
0: You know, it's it, gold know,
1: liquid gold. Why, tell, the tell me thing. why Cassius Ono isn't on the main roster and being allowed to do what he wants. Like, bump that. Tell me why Chris Hero because isn't on the Because he looks main like roster. me. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's not a good... I bet you're a fantastic wrestler, too, Alex.
0: <laughs> and, and by the way,
1: uh, kudos to Alex Mello. He does not look like Cassius Odo. Maybe in January, but not in December, ladies and gentlemen. So get in where you fit in, because Alex is becoming Elijah over here. I, I'm the one... Look. Look, I went to the. I went got my sleep apnea results, which were incredible results. But I got on the scale and I weighed two twenty five. I have never in my life weighed two twenty five. I have gained seven pounds in the last month. I blame it on oh. living out of a hotel, but yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Alex that was that hotel in the game?
2: gym, yo? Yeah.
1: Well, with with the what two did I do and,
2: during Starcast the weekend? I ran every day. that's true. but I was just like, I'm going to go run in the rain like an asshole. Uh, (laughs) As you were saying, male wrestlers, I don't have a WWE wrestler on my list either, per se. I mean, I guess one of them, sort of, but I have a New Zealander, uh, two Japanese gentlemen, one American, one British bloke, uh, two Canadians, and a German. Whoa, that's awesome. What do I have? I have, let's see,
1: Japanese, Canadian, American... New Zealand, Japanese, Canadian, Japanese,
2: uh, Austria. Oh bad luck. on your list. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> um, and then a couple of Brits. Yeah, I've been the same. I don't have one WWE guy. I don't even have an NXT guy.
2: I. That's tough. Who would you put from? On, we'll continue the NXT discussion. If you had to, I had in the Rabbit's to. head. I had Gargano because up, of, yeah. of oh yeah duh.
1: <laughs> just, I'm not, I, by the end of the year, I just got sick of the Gargano Champa Black thing.
2: I was just like, it it's just, just seemed obvious.
1: Yeah, like it, it was such a good storyline, and I I I get what they were going. With. You know, if they're going for the point where Gargano's going to win at WrestleMania weekend, I get it. But you should have put a break in it earlier. And I understand when Black got hurt that that changed everything. I mm-hmm. understand you got to the dealt the hands are dealt, but mm. like splitting them up a yeah. little bit quicker would have helped.
2: Yeah, well, but has- I would say they definitely made up for it with that, I would say, instant classic. Please check it out from uh, NXT War Games, the the Aleister Black-Johnny Gargano match. That made me, you know, because again, it was the Seth Rollins-Duff Ziggler aspect. It just seemed like every show, Gargano-Ciampa, Gargano-Ciampa. It's been happening for over, well over a year. But again, that's a good thing. Consistency. But again, it just got old the hat quick, so that's why it was a nice welcome and, you know it was nice to see this uh, Alistair black back to that status
1: I'm, I'm I'm looking at my uh my my match of the year I think I have 19 I gotta like dwindle this down did you see that a kid is working um, warrior wrestling yep yep
0: That's oh, yeah
1: awesome um, Ag- him. so let me ask you this real quick here. I, I don't know what we're doing with progress here, because this is just too much fun. But I got to ask you, since you did mention all those people, who's on your male wrestler of the year list? I want to put a star next. I want to put a dash next to everybody
2: that I have, too. I wonder how uh, many I have. I have Switchblade Jay White. I got uh, okay. I got Cody. Um, okay. I got Zack Sabre Jr.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: have uh, Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. Kota Obushi. Walter. Oh, yeah. And uh, never fear, ladies and gentlemen, the ace is back. Mr. One Hiroshi Tanahashi.
1: <laughs> so we have seven of the same ten for our male wrestler of the year. Because I have Zack Sabre Jr., I have Will Ospreay, I have Walter, I have Kenny Omega, I have Kazuchika Okada, I have Jay White, and I have Y2J Chris Jericho. Nice! The three different that I have is I have Masashi Takeda, who I still stand behind, turned me into a guy who actually became interested in death matches and blew me away. I have Jay Lethal because of what he's done for me. And A guy that's not going to get a lot of votes, and I know this ahead of time, but I had to put him on there, and I'll plead my case for him, is Shima. Because Ah. if you look at Shima, he's a guy who did not believe in what Dragon Gate was doing. He leaves Dragon Gate, goes to China of all places, finds some Shaolin monks, starts his own wrestling company. And you could argue that Strong Hearts are part of the biggest angles in three of the biggest promotions in the world, to the point that Dragon Gate is trying to get Strong Hearts booked back on Dragon Gate
2: shows. I love it. I love that. Think it out. Oh my gosh, I love it. So I I had to Perfect. put Sheamus on there. Wrestle 1 feud, the, the, the stuff in,
1: in DDT, um, mm-hmm. you know, they were, EWG. like I just, I had to put up and now look at the rascals are an impact now, like this is everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I just, I, I was interested because I, I didn't think, like, I don't think many people are going to agree with the Shima aspect, but if you look at just the impact he's made in 2018, I don't think there's anybody that, like he's on that elite level of impact
2: with that stuff. I love it. Um, that's that's a fantastic uh, nod, ladies and germs. That's Shima, C I M A, all caps. Google machine it, Shima twenty eighteen. <laughs> Educate <laughs> yourself.
1: Yeah, like I'm, I'm going through this and I'm like, holy crap! I I may put him top five because of that. Like he has yeah. the matches. He's the, he's the
2: he's the Japanese match- Chris Jericho because that's why I put Jericho on the list. I, you know, it's just wait, that's, he's done with the industry flipped it on its head, whether it's Japan, whether it's, you know, stateside, whether it's in international waters Jericho on that front, you know, or, or in, in uh, in Saudi Arabia, even, um, you know, it's, it's, to me, he's had a hell of a year, which I think he's automatically top five, but a hell. Shima is definitely, uh, you know, right along up there. Yeah, you, awesome you, points, Ryan. You,
1: you like that? Like, that's a, like, you know, it was one of those things where I think when people hear that, they're going to go, shit, that's not bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and here's a guy that I almost put on the list, but I didn't put on there. And it's because of the impact he did made. And I'm using impact as an actual reference. Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Because when oh. you think about that bat situation, they took that from something bad and made it something great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's on Jericho's cruise. He's he's getting pushed in Lucha Underground hard. He's doing the Impact thing. You know, he, he that that Volter versus P.C.O. show in Iowa. That was his company, Pro Wrestling Revolver. It drew over a thousand fans. He said on Busted wow. Open yesterday. So, you know, he hosted Busted Open yesterday. By the way, he he said uh, one of the best baby. He goes. They were talking who's the biggest heels in wrestling. And somebody on the cruise mentioned The Miz. And he's like, The Miz? He's like, I love The Miz. He's a baby face. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, The Miz is making jokes. He has a reality show with a beautiful wife and a beautiful kid. He's a movie star. He's doing Make-A-Wish. He's doing all the media, print, media things. He's like, this guy's about to buy a baby face. Don't let him fool you. And I was like, damn, he's wow. not a wife.
2: <laughs> you know I mean? Especially the, uh, the Shane McMahon. uh Tuesday. I don't know if you caught that, but it was a very babyface esque type of Mm -hmm. thing where I'm like, oh, that's way better than putting him in a robe and having him woo and look uncomfortable at the same time. If you turned the Miz babyface and just let him do the same thing he's doing, he'd be over.
1: You know how much kids would eat the when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. They they would see it with him. You know.
2: And then who like, doesn't want a shirt that says, I'm awesome? Come on. Uh, Especially when you're 10. Okay. I was like, touche. Touche, Sammy Callahan. Touche. So um,
1: we, we're trying to figure this out. I'm hoping we can knock out, obviously, uh, Friday, right, we're going to do our Wrestle Kingdom preview show. It's going to be two hours of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, it may go more than two hours. But we're just doing Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know the time, and I'm gonna work that out with Alex. But but tomorrow we're doing. Oh my God, that's already tomorrow. I leave on Monday. Already Holy Shit. Okay, <laughs> cool. So tomorrow Wrestle Kingdom preview show. We're gonna we're gonna. I, I'm hoping we'll give it to you because I can't wait to talk about it. But oh yeah, we're gonna figure out our year end awards when we're gonna get our ballot out to everybody. For those of you keeping score at home, and, if, and uh...
2: Alex. If the yep. traveling, uh, is, you know, if you're available Saturday and we get all the uh, the ballots all calculated by them, maybe we'll we'll hit you with the third show of Russell Cast Radio here uh, and just kind of go over the ballots uh, there. It's a
1: perfect point. It's a perfect way to do it because there's no more shows the rest of the year. So, you know, if we do, if we finishes the ballots on Saturday, it's not like we're going to miss anything the last three days. Yeah, yeah. perfect. That's a perfect way. So for those of you keeping score at home. Uh, In the best of category, because we simplified this year to make it easier, we have male, female, tag team, match, feud, event, improved, breakout, and surprise are your nine best of categories. Alex, would you like me to go through those one more time for you? Yes. We have male, female, tag, match, feud, event, improved, Breakout and surprise. Obviously, there's going to be five nominees for each of those, but match has 10 because, I mean, <laughs> what are two, four, six? I have it's nine. It's hard from,
2: to do five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have <that laughs> mine in half. And that's, it might even be more than a half depending on Alex list. So, um, oh, and I forgot faction. We added faction of the year. That was an Alex category that I loved the idea of. Um, um,
2: should we also do trios as well because that just makes sense too? <laughs> is a faction a trio? Like can we say like six man? tag? So I classified faction as four or more people. Okay.
1: There's oh, a lot of trios
2: my, out there, man. <laughs> my
1: five my, my factions and everything I get, did is in alphabetical order, so I can make sure it's not biased. Um, yep. I have Damnation, I have Elite, I have Oedo Tai, I have Strong Hearts, and I have Undisputed Era as my five factions. Nice. Uh, worst, worst, worst of the year, guys. Uh, these we, we slim down here into six categories. We have worst male, worst female, tag team, worst match, biggest disappointment, and worst
2: feud. Ooh, that's easy. <laughs> I, I have,
1: yeah, I. <laughs> These the, Obviously, Kane made my worst mail as per usual. Same with Tamina. Um, they're kind of just naturally on there until they retire. Uh, Ascension, obviously, is on my worst tag. I spelled it A S S uh, as well for Ascension. Um, <laughs> four of my five tag teams, Alex, are from the WWE. Can you guess my four tag teams that I have from WWE?
2: Ooh, um. Hmm. You wanna- I, I want to say you're going to pull a cook and you're going to try to swerve. Is the revival on your list?
1: No, no.
2: I'd be afraid of getting my ass kicked. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: or is it just the booking of the revival is the worst tag team? Of I the should end. make that a disappointment, that's for sure. Um, uh, I'm going to go B team. You really dislike them and their matches. Yep, they are definitely on there. that's they are
1: that, that's two of five because obviously I gave the, the Leader years.
2: of Worlds. You really Single. dislike them. Uh that's yep. three. Uh I'm gonna have to go are they all on a Raw, by the way?
1: Um, I guess technically you could say yes, they would be on Raw. Or they were on
2: Raw. Um, ooh, were. Um I I I'm trying to think of other tag teams now. Um, oh, Braun Strowman yeah. and Nicholas. Come on, that's got to be. Where's my, that's my where's, one and only.
1: Where's where's the uh where, where's the correct? But here we go. <laughs> and then my fifth team is the the all awesome in TNA Impact uh, the Desi Hit Squad
2: who suck ass. Awesome.
0: So Not as well, awesome
2: as the chain match to open up uh, Chapter 81. Frog <laughs> talk
1: lady, you're going to have to hold out because we got seven matches to talk about. Uh, opening match, Alex, I went three and three quarters. This is how you start a show. This, By the way, I'm going to say this looking through this list. This show might actually hit my show of the year and I might add it as nice. a um, Travis nice. Banks beats Ilya Dragunov in the opener. Holy yep. hell was this fun. Um, oh
2: yeah, he, he,
1: it was a typical uh, Travis Bank match, going over and doing everything he needs to do, all while um, we we hit Ilya Dragunov being Ilya Dragunov. Um, this dude is so good at. I'm literally writing this on the show right now. Do you remember what Progress eighty one was called? Uh, pour some progress on me, I believe. Nice. Uh, pour some progress on me. That'll go alphabetically right below Progress
2: 76. Hello Wembley. Ooh. See, I didn't know if you were going to make fun of me because I really like this show too, but I really loved Hello Wembley. And I'm like, man, Cook is going to bag on me because he's going to be like, oh, Progress, huh?
1: I'll say this right now. I have six shows for Event of the Year. I have All In, I have NXT Takeover War Game. I have Progress 76 Hello Wembley, Progress 81, pour some progress on me. I have mm-hmm. the G1 Climax Night 18, and I have Ooh. Wrestle Kingdom.
2: Take that, Dominion.
1: <laughs> Dominion was – um, look, nothing – on, did, but when, when you talked the last night of the G1 Climax, here's my ratings. Uh, Toru Yano, Tamatanga, two and three quarters. Okay, let's ignore mm-hmm. that. And Hiroki Goto, four and a quarter. Ishi and Sonata, four and three quarters. Zach Saber Naito, four and three quarters. Abushi Omega, four and three quarters. <laughs> that a show of rules. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, can somebody give me a blanket for what I'm watching? Like, nothing hit five, I get that, but when you have three matches that are four and three quarters in a row,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh man, you're getting on an award list for me, young young fella.
0: That's going to be like my
1: show type thing. Like, well, this has got to be on there. Um, But no, I got to add it on there. Yeah. Thanks, Dragunov. What the... Three quarters, what do you think? Am I, am I too
2: high on it? You like the match a lot? No, no. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, when I saw this card after watching 80, I was like, okay, this I can sacrifice to watch on my phone. This I have to watch with the Bose sound system, the giant TV. Yeah. This match was one of them. It did not disappoint. I was surprised by the ending, but I love Travis Banks so much. Uh, it, it does nothing to affect Dragunov, Um, you know, especially, you know, again, coming off the match. Um, the win, I should say, over Tyler Bates. But yeah, this is Tyler the guy. Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates. <laughs> they do By the, the- uh, Dragonov has like the whole uh, um, '80s like pop, uh, like uh, what do you call that? Um, what do you, um, charity songs? They're like Dragon. Oh God, how was that? Anywho, I know what you're talking about. I-
1: it sounds like.
2: Would- a- like georgia michaels involved and then like bono's in the background you're like oh yeah it's like band-aid or you know some crap like that but um uh... do we have a breaking news button or we'll use...
1: <laughs> breaking news button uh and i'll hit this too because it's so <laughs> to a new report from the Observer, All Elite Wrestling recently turned, down an att- recently turned down an attempt to buy Impact Wrestling. According to the site, there was force's attempt to sell the company to All Elite Wrestling that is wow. said to have been with Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks as of a few months ago. However, the proposal was passed on by Rhodes and the Bucks. As many of (laughs) you know by now, Impact Wrestling is currently owned by Anthem Media and is moving from the Pop TV network to the Pursuit channel after January's Impact Homecoming pay-per-view event. Uh Anthem Media owns Pursuit. Meanwhile, All Elite Wrestling has been for trademarks as of late and is said to be backed by Tony Khan, the son of Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shahid Khan. Anthem Media reportedly has reason to keep Impact Wrestling afloat right now as Impact and the UFC are the most popular programs on the Fight Network, with the UFC leaving at the end of the year. So apparently Impact is the most purchased thing on Fight, the most watched thing on Fight. Hmm. But apparently there was the deal that Cody and the Bucks were going to buy Impact. That just dropped. Wow. We need to to get like a, a breaking news sounder. Here, okay, I, I guess I okay. didn't
2: mind the first one. Damn!
1: What are your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, obviously that's the Bucks saying, you know, that's for wasting a uh, Generation Me. Uh, ten, wow, ten years ago. Um, by the way, <laughs> was this kind of their payback for that for their booking? I think it's just to get the
1: assets. You know, if you you get the rights to. You know, think of the talent they said. They got Tessa Blanchard, they got Jordan Grace,
2: um, LAX.
1: I, 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 to some extent, John Morrison, who I still think WWE is crazy for not trying to get back there. Um, I mean, who else? You know, you, you just look at some of the talent that they have. Um, to an extent, Edwards and Moose, they've been fun with what they've done. I'm not saying they're great, but they're assets. Um mm-hmm. But I think that there is enough there that the Sammy Callahan and the Dave and Jake Christ, uh, Chris brothers, I think they could be there. You're you're getting more allocated time of Pentagon and Phoenix. Um, Brian oh, Kate, wow. You know, so dude, if you look at Impact, aside from some of the, the crap that they put on TV storyline wise in the last couple of weeks, you know, I've been a I've been a supporter of their stuff, and dude, let's be honest, look at how good some of their pay per views. I totally realize I got to add
2: this to the list. I don't have Slam, Slam a That's mm-hmm. a Freaking
0: Fucking
1: rule. Yep. Um,
2: I'm at it right now. I Slam beat you a to it. Holy smokes! Yes. And and I that's just me forgetting about it, but like, that was you know, of what I thought of, I was like, man, slam anniversaries I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um,
1: you know, if, if they're trying to do anything with the women, dude, Tessa Blanchard and Talia Valkyrie, I've been a Talia Valkyrie mark for years. Mm-hmm. They had a hell of a few known. So there's a lot of good in there. They just, there's so much stink on it from the last couple of years. They can't get anything going TV wise. Um, so I get it, and I understand why. And here's the big thing too: is now you own their tape library. WWE can't mm-hmm. touch it. you all know WWE wants that Impact library so they can show their their uh, Samoa Joe matches, their AJ Styles matches. You know now uh, Gunner is in the Forgotten Sons on on Impact. They can show Gunner matches. They can show.
2: I don't EC3. think anyone's asking for that, man. Come on.
1: No, nobody is. I, I was just for some reason he came to my head before EC3. You know they could show the Drew McIntyre matches. There's the mm-hmm. the old. You could still, you know, I like we know how good Kurt Angle's matches were with Michaels and Lesnar and Benoit, but I almost think you could argue that Kurt Angle had a better career in TNA than WWE. It was longer. Nobody, nobody's yeah. to remember. He was in Impact
2: longer. Yeah, it was longer.
1: So there's a that that library is worth more than their company. And if you buy their library, and I don't know if you saw the report that came out, but the Madison Square Garden show for WWE barely cracked 11,000 people. You know, the ROH New Japan show sold out in a day. WWE, whether they're paying attention or not, they better pay attention. Oh, they are. New Japan came in there with, re- and let's be honest, people didn't buy tickets to watch Bilton Castle versus Jay Lethal. They bought tickets because New Japan's in the marquee. I will stand behind that. And New Japan with Ring of Honor, not the other way around, because if it was the other one, the other way around, they wouldn't be calling it a G1 special or whatever they're calling it, or the Supercard or whatever. You know, 15,000 people bought tickets to watch New Japan. Barely 11 bought them to watch w for their annual Christmas show there. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not saying what I'm saying if you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. all this has got to tie together with what they're doing on Raw and SmackDown with this. We're letting you be the authority. And, you know, kudos. We got to see Almas and and Mustafa Ali in the main event. That's awesome. I'm not mad about that. Mm -hmm. Another report I saw is apparently a lot of the main eventers from SmackDown, which to me says Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, even to an extent. Rusev.
2: Happy Rusev uh, Day, by the way. Look, you know I've been a Rusev guy. I'll take that. Thank you for oh, pointing that on. out. Those guys were all
1: all the ones that went to management and said, this dude needs to be on the show, not 205 Live. And it was the mm-hmm. main eventers that got him on the show.
2: That's cool. So,
1: so, Pete, so the roster's starting to step up and be like, mm-hmm. look, we need this stuff. So well, once again, it's like hey, SmackDown's starting to turn the corner with Daniel Bryan and company, but Raw's still Raw. I mean, I will I will tell you after we get off the air, I'm gonna watch that Rousey Natalia match. I was told that this match was completely called on the fly, which yes, all these all these Rousey matches are always, you know, they plan everything ahead. So I'm mean, I'm curious to see how good it is on the fly because look after after TLC, she carried that she carried Nia Jax to a good match. Mm-hmm. You know, and and this is that victory lap that I'm going to take that I talked to you, and Demetrius, about a year ago. When she gets the main roster, and she gets there, she's going to be the biggest thing on the show, and it, it's exactly what it is. And and I think the good she put the work
2: in. It,
1: it, and exactly, I love that you said that because what makes this is one of those victory laps that I'm happy about because she's actually doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And it's just JJ Styles said if she puts in the work and she could be like her angle.
2: You and- see the improvement week in and week out and and oh. I, I see her as must see TV now. I've yet to um see the uh the, the match you're referring to with Natalia on Monday. Uh but yes, after hearing the same thing, it makes me intrigued to be like, oh, yeah, I need to seek this out.
1: <laughs> when she worked Nia Jax, Nia Jax was just standing there half the time like an idiot. Yeah, you know, and and you could see Rhonda call. I'm like, dude, this chick's been in the business for less than a year and she's calling it with, you know. I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I've gotten off Nia Jax's band. So Nia how does this?
2: Yeah, I'm after what you did to Becky and whatever. I'm, I'm, yeah.
1: You know, Back the
2: b- bigger and better things with All Elite, though. Like you said, d- do you think them turning down Impact? Um, obviously, they're, they're probably highballing for no reason. But if the price is right, I mean, like you said, the library, the talent, wouldn't it make sense to have that kind of merger and acquisition so you kind of have a, a bona fide deep uh, – not deep, but just a roster so you can get your Omega – and, um, and and Pentagon a match again, you know, but but to a wider, even a wider audience.
1: I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Anthem went in there with a number that they laughed at. And I think they went in there with a number that they laughed at because Cody was just there a, a year or two ago. He knows what was going on from
2: behind those doors. You know what I mean? So that- Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot he was a part of Impact. Because I was like, oh, yeah, he but, hasn't worked with them yet. So, yeah, they are probably, that's probably why, again, they balked. Because, like, oh, yeah, we know what you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: remember two years ago, Cody worked WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Final Battle, and Bound for Glory in the same 12-month span.
2: That's effing awesome, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were a
2: big show. Yeah, it's crazy to think that. Um, so, I don't know. Is he, that's he just- on like, like I, I noticed you didn't put him on your wrestler, top wrestler of the year. I mean, but, I mean, when, when do you think he's going to get to that admiration overall? I mean, business-wise, hell of a year, obviously. But, like, I, I mean... It's... I can't say that he's not. Like, to be
1: fair, when you said Cody, I kind of did the, mm, damn it, he's not wrong. But then again, I you know I look at it the same as with what I said to you about Shima mm-hmm. when you were kind of like, holy crap, Shima should be on there. I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that. So I kind of look at it the same aspect because look, we agreed on Jericho, we for obvious mm-hmm. reasons, Jay White for obvious reasons, um, Kenny Omega because he dethroned Okada has to be on there for that. Mm-hmm. Walter, I, I don't need to say anything. Osprey is having a career year, and Zach Sabre is refining himself. And Kazuchika mm-hmm. Okada, I mean, I'd be dumb to say he doesn't win it, and we haven't even taken a voting. To, so look at this. Like, I, Let me just say this to, to speak a case for Okada, and then I want to move back to the Cody thing. If anybody mm-hmm. says to you, why is Okada on your wrestler of the year? January, five stars against Naito. <laughs> why would he be? February, Ooh. four and three quarters against Sonata. Um, March, four and three quarters, but you could argue five against Osprey. Four and a half in the rain against Suzuki. April, five stars against Zack Sabre Jr. May, five and a half stars, Meltzer said, against Tanahashi. And then uh, June, he works uh, Kenny Omega at Dominion. Like, for the first half of the year, you can't touch
2: that resume. No, you can't. <laughs> And then to transform the character into the balloon-wielding, red-haired Rainmaker uh, to getting, you know, losing early on to the G1 to then, you know, running the the last three quarters of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to then tagging with Tanahashi, by the way, uh, in a monumental, monumental Match well not, you know, really, just... him against Tanahashi. That's a five star match where
1: Tana, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it goes to a draw. Tanahashi wins, and then look at the briefcase match when when they did that finish where he's falling off the off the middle rope while Tanahashi yeah. coming up. Like, low, dude, this, low guy, low. this guy, this guy is a five star match every month. Like, so you know, so obviously those seven are on there for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm. I put
1: people on there because. He is the franchise in Ring of Honor, and I don't think you can dispute that, and I don't think anybody can, and he did everything he needed to do. Sheena, because of what he's doing, I guess the closest thing you could say where I may be able to replace somebody for Cody would be Masashi Takeda, but I think Takeda deserves the credit that he's doing because he that match with uh, with Ashida um, was... Uh, it was just, or Asami Kadoka, excuse me, from June was like revolutionary people who watch deathmatch stuff. And for people who don't watch deathmatch stuff, they became deathmatch marks in a way, or they just literally watched this match and said, holy crap, if there wasn't even weapons, it'd be a four and a half star match. Mm hmm. You know, so he changed the genre, and then, you know, Game Changer runs the Nick Gage Invitational with Takeda on the billboard, and they sold out the whole tournament. Like, this dude became an international sensation because, you know, you could argue, obviously it wasn't on there, but because of a YouTube-type video, where one person told, who then I told that person, told you, you guys, and you told them, and... I mean, it's it, Big Japan's ratings went up, Big Japan's draw went up, their subscriptions on their streaming service went up, and it's all from Takeda and Kodaka. Takeda had a 455 day run or something as champ. yeah, wow. And then he lost lost the title title in like November after he got his back cut up from 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 the barbed wire, and the dude poured a a bag of salt on his back. <laughs> <I'll tell you laughs> <a lot. laughs> which is disgusting, but uh, nonetheless, it's like, so that's why I had to put Decade on there because if you know, I look at all these matches of the year, I have 19 of them. That one is, that one's st- like, okay, let's, let's take, let me, let me just take this. Um, Kazuchika Okada, Zack Sabre Jr. Sakura Genesis. I know mm-hmm. that was a five-star. I don't remember any of it really, which sucks, but I know that if I watch it, I go, "Oh my god, this is one of the best matches of the year." Hiroki Goto versus Tomohiro Ishii, no, oh, man, six five star match. I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember how great it was.
2: But you know, if what, I go, what changed the page for Goto for me? Was it that's a, and that
1: was the, that that was kind of the the page turner too for that tournament.
2: Oh, gotcha. Um,
1: but, but then, if you go Masashi Takeda versus Asami Kadoka, I can talk about the match
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's like I gotta have him on that list so it it's cody and and then I also look at where would Cody be without the elite Skrull omega and the and and or and the young bucks and adam page like does he do the same? Does he mean the same? Does he produce the same
2: like you know what I'm saying like does all it happen without them? So I don't know if I can give him every bit of pressure. I think it's a more of a conglomerate when it comes to all those, you know, uh, everyone you just mentioned within the elite. So I think they all kind of help each other. I think they look to Cody in in certain aspects into the business, obviously, you know, with mm-hmm. with his background. So I, I I think he's a primary component, you know, as each and every one of them in the elite. Mm-hmm. which is very true. And it's a very good
1: point. So it's, that's even one of the things. The nice thing is when we, when we discuss our year and award ballot, we have seven of our 10 already locked. We just got to argue the last three spots. <laughs> oh, oh, here's, I, oh, here's the question. Are we doing 10 nominees for bail or are we cutting it down to five? And if we're cutting it down to five, hell hard to cut that down to five.
2: If we're going to go to 10, uh, I mean, I, I might have to throw Timothy Thatcher. I'm sorry, but anyways, we'll we'll get to that later. Um,
1: progress, like
2: we were going. I apologize.
1: Go <laughs> <laughs> off on tangents all the time, but this is the
2: ta- tangent we're
1: good. I use really good we'll
2: tangents. No, pictures. I i gonna- say let's go ten. I say let's go ten. Uh, five for the women. Um, just because we could easily go ten. Don't get me wrong, but I think our five. Uh, we probably have three. Of the I, same, but I I'm intrigued to hear your your two, but let's let's save that for for the show. I have
1: six for my women, but I gotta cut it down. <laughs> you, you know, real what, quick, the two. Real quick, give me your five real quick. Give me your five real quick. Uh,
2: I got um, I got Tony Storm, Kyrie Sane, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch.
1: Nice, nice.
2: Um, I
1: have three of those that you said. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler ronda riles i know becky lynch the, but the to be fair
2: I... to be fair though i really really want to put uh um you know kind of uh miko satamora on there uh watching her mercedes martinez and and just the sendai girls uh stuff i've seen um from ddt uh yeah awesome she's great <laughs> so
1: I have those three. The three that I have that are different since I have six and I couldn't make up my mind. I have Tessa Blanchard because of what she's done in Impact and just just all mm-hmm. that. I have Kagetsu for the fact that she won, she won the red belt in stardom and she's been running with it and she's held it for a long time and she's kind of become the Mayu Iwatani got hurt after Iro Shirai left. Um, she beat, I believe she's the one who beat Tony Storm for the red belt. And she's just been running ramp in that company. Waito tie is huge, so I got Kagetsu on there. This one is going to probably confuse you and the listeners. And the only reason I put this on there is because I went back and looked at everything.
2: But I have Charlotte on there. And I know I bash her more than anybody. She, she's my, my 5A. But
1: I look back at Evolution... I look back at TLC. I look back at Royal Rumble, you know, so on and so forth. There is not a better big match woman's wrestler. Mm -hmm. And I'm going off of grades. Like these are from my grading scale, TLC, her, her match that she was in four and three quarters. Um, There was obviously other people involved, but regardless her match at evolution, I went four stars. Um, you know, let's go back to WrestleMania. Uh, go through my book here. Go through my book here. Just, What's okay, crazy roll-
2: is one of the, I think the only main uh, roster match that I have on match of the year is from evolution, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. <laughs> I wanted to put Charlotte on the list just from the, the latter half of the year starting from SummerSlam and that buildup and how she just kind of came all the way to the hug leading into Survivor Series with her match with Rousey, which had one of the best post-match beatdowns in quite some time uh, on anywhere. So, Charlotte, you know, again, I, I wanted to put on the list, uh, you know, but, but you know, I, I like Toni Storm on what she's doing. I, I really liked her and Jordan Grace on 81, which, of course, we could have gotten a lot more out of those two, uh, uh, but I thought Tyree Stane also had a hell of a year, you know, chasing the gold, winning the gold, uh, to having that best two out of three falls match with with Shayna Baszler, um, which I absolutely flipped over.
1: So, I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, Survivor Series, Charlotte Rousey, I went four and a half, highest rated match on the show. If you look at WrestleMania, um, Charlotte Asuka, four and a quarter, Austin. my highest rated match of WrestleMania. So when it comes to big match situations, she's been the best match of almost every pay-per-view she's been on. I just hate the the SmackDown and promos so much that I've just crapped on her. And somebody was like, somebody said to me when I was talking to about it, they're like, look at your match ratings and tell me if she really doesn't deserve to be on there. And I looked at it and said, holy crap. I value her way more than I think I did. And I, and, and like, as opposed to the AJ Styles comment, when it's like, well, let's look at her opponents. She's doing these matches with, with everybody's different. Rousey, Becky, Asuka. You know, it's, it's, it's a different person all the time. And, I mean, geez, it's been great. But, like, like Alex said, I apologize. We'll get, we'll get back to the other stuff. Let's move into it. Mark Haskins versus Mark Andrews. Shout out to the fans chanting, let's go, Mark to start yeah. the match. <laughs> <laughs> I throwing a quarter on it. This is probably my fifth favorite match of the weekend.
2: Oh, nice, nice. I, <laughs> I was not far far from uh, behind you there. Love the crowds at these progress shows. Yeah, this, God, this was this was a fun match, a fun match. Andrews
1: nice, Lewis and, Um which surprised me. Once again, this was uh, Isaiah's first full progress show, so I, I led him to the good land. But yeah, um, Mark Mark Andrews loses, and and it's another notch under the belt. I don't know where they're going with this. I want to. So let me let's talk about this now because this is the perfect point. Uh, we see do not resuscitate out. Eddie Dennis makes the save, gives the fifth time yeah. to Mark Hastings, blows off Mark Andrews. Here's my question for you, Alex, is do they add, is El Ligero added to this to make it an eight man, if that's where they're going?
0: Or did they plan
1: with El Ligero in case ROH pulls Haskins and he can't finish the storyline?
2: <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> um, that's all I'll say. I mean, I, I've, I've been pondering what is going to happen with the Haskins in progress if it's just strict ring of honor, um, you know, uh, appearances only, um, which I want to say, wasn't he signed with them before? When I saw that he signed with ring of honor, I was like, wait, that name seems synonymous ring of honor. Yeah. You got to remember too. Uh, Oh wait, wait, like, like previously, like years before, Yeah, like five years ago, like, it was like Mark Haskins, you, like,
1: I don't know that's a good question I thought he worked some PWG but maybe he worked ROH. It's
2: a good question that might have been it. I, I just remember I was like wait that those those two words you know that company that wrestler just seems like for some reason they've worked together before. Um no he was in TNA uh in 2011 2012 uh so oh no yeah Ring of Honor uh the first time was uh, when he signed just a few weeks ago. Okay,
1: but he, he, that's one of those things where a guy like Mark Haskins sounds like they belong there.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw
1: Haskins in Ring of Honor, and then
2: he's British, he, and you're like,
1: what? Was... <laughs> uh, oh, not today. So I just I, I think that's that's kind of the interesting aspect of how that's all going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the chain match. Uh, Chris Ridgway defeats Paul Robinson. I went two and a half on it again. I thought there was some fun, violent parts of the match, but I could have left it or took it. What did
2: you think of the oh, chain
0: match? Great.
2: I I thoroughly liked it uh, just due to the fact um, of the use of the submissions, um, you know, with the chain, ankle locks and whatnot, I, I thought was a really nice uh, difference. Take on on a chain match where it's usually just you know bludgeoning your opponent in the head, which they did a lot of that too. Wait, that's not their
1: music, is it? No, that's Pete Dunn's. What the hell am I talking about? Dun, 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 dun. Here, I'll give you evil real quick again. Do some
0: evil.
1: God, that's so trash.
2: <laughs> Sounds um, like your wedding night.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: My wedding night was lit. It was the it was the, the year after that like Oh yeah, you were married before. I forgot that. I meant like in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's <a> the whole thing. <laughs> um, then we get. I would four stars in this British strong
1: style defeat the calamari Thatch kings because uh, Timothy Thatcher was in the Depression of Brooks. I don't know what the hell British Strong Style was doing on their entrance. They were beating the hell out of the referee, and they were running through the crowd, and they were—they were so obnoxious. They were having fun.
2: Know,
1: like, was it a good or a bad obnoxious? Like, I'm sitting there with Isaiah, and he goes, "Are these the WWE guys?" And I went, "Yeah." And he goes, "But they sure so—they sure don't seem to care about their product." And I'm like, damn, if that's
2: what an outsider thinks, I wonder what others think. Wow. I I popped for it. You know, I could see where it could be annoying. Um, but I this is how I kind of see these guys, you know. But, you know, yes, with all, all the comedic uh, slow entrances and whatnot, you know, then then the bell rings, you know, in a good way. And, and they put on a hell of a match. And, and they did some comedy stuff. You know, it made sense with, you know, with, you know, minus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, but with the, uh, the C and the K there, you know, it just kind of made uh, perfect sense with British Strong Style. Um, and I thought this was a, a fun a hell of a match. Um, started off a little bit slow, but definitely picked up um, with the Lucha Tag Rules, um, which I thought was a fun aspect. Um, to the match, but no, I I thought this was nice, this was fun, again, this was meant for a progress crowd, this was meant for that audience, which, you know, they ate up, um, for sure, Uh, especially when Trent Seven, like, stood on that one gentleman, um, kind of in (laughs) a crowd there, um, getting kicked in the dick, Uh, but I liked how Trent Seven would not get into the ring, unless he was kissed first, so... Uh, kudos, the man knows uh, knows what he wants there. But uh, no, I I thought this was great. The uh, the spots where where all three members um were were kind of in the uh, in the submission holds, um, where uh, Brooks had seven in there, you know, and then yeah, the, uh, the uh, just, yep yep, they were just all, all dominating there. Uh, but Jonathan Gresham again, I, I'm I'm gonna say a late edition. He's gonna be on my ten uh, male wrestlers of the year. Not only with him and Saber, uh, just a few weeks, or not even a few weeks, like a week ago um, at, at Final Battle, but uh, just everything I, I I seen him, you know, in Chicago in May, uh, from seeing him at All In uh, to also the uh, the the tag matches and the uh, the six man on on uh, eighty and eighty one. But Gresham, a phenomenal talent. Uh, Again, he's with Ring of Honor, but he's making some progress, you know, spots. So maybe that's good news for Mark Haskin fans.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping too. We kind of alluded to this earlier, but Jordan Grace told the storm a little short. um, They started getting going and it kind of just ended, which kind of sucked. But Mm -hmm. I still went three and a half. I thought it was fun for what we got. Jordan Grace Mm -hmm. getting a nice, impactful debut. Uh, No pun intended there. I don't
2: know what do. I'm guessing a tiger shot at some point here. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean her and Ginny, that is uh that's gonna be pretty fun. Uh imagine yeah. all the uh the run ins um with with that, but I think could be an interesting match uh for, for Jordan Grace is uh Ginny's cohort kind of at the moment. Um the one who kind of turned over uh gosh, what 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 is her name? part of the uh the couture. Oh uh, Laura D'Amito? Yes, I, I think that match uh between her um with uh with Jordan Grace, that could be a damn good uh match to, to determine who's the strongest in that uh women's division over in progress.
1: Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun.
2: There's there's some good
1: matches that can go on there with
2: it. But this was um but but like you said, this was a fun this was a, a a quick match, but but Tony Storm uh it was nice seeing her get some Germans on Jordan Grace, which I, I'm still scratching my head on, on how she was doing that. <laughs> then we get um
1: Shigehiro Iri taking on Walter uh she can go she can hear yeah came over from ddt after he uh left the company this match rocked this is my second favorite match of the night um once again falter is king falter is the final end boss that you face when you die um eerie did as much as he could to stick around and, and, and hang in the <laughs> match but
2: yeah. Man, Walter
1: beat his ass, and I loved every bit of it. What did you think of this match?
2: Walter looked frustrated, and he just took it out on Erie. It seemed like because he was just like, "All right, this, this is what you bring me." As he clubs him, this, this is what you bring me: lariat, drop kick, big boot. Um, Erie, I, I think what, what he got a, a second rope, uh, suplex. Um, and I believe that, and, and the cannonball spot might have been the only moves Erie got in the whole match. Um, but uh, that the STFU that he applies, that Walter applies. Imagine a six foot seven grizzly bear from Germany just attacking you, and and that's what that uh, that ending submission uh, look like. Uh, to Erie, I don't know if he's going to be a main staple in progress. Uh, he definitely steamrolled and and was not a good introduction uh, <laughs> to to Erie fans, I would say. But uh, a great outing for Walter and a nice sign of respect at the end with the uh, the handshake there.
1: Yeah, it was that was a fun fun match. I'm I'm pleasantly happy with everything that we got uh, from from that match. Oh, son of a bitch! Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich hits a step back, twenty seven foot three pointer with point eight seconds, point eight tenths of a second. Sacramento beats the Lakers one seventeen, one sixteen. You kidding what? me? What? What's Kiss the latest on LeBron status? Probably out four or five games.
2: Oh, that's not so. Bad. He'll
1: miss the two Kings games, the Clippers game, and the Thunder game.
2: Oh, that's, but he should he be back the
1: yeah, I'm, I'm not. They should have won tonight, but they couldn't make free throws again. This team, this team shoots like so. Like there's, there's only, there's no teams that shoot under seventy percent in the league for free throws, and the Lakers are shooting like fifty-eight percent. So not only they're wow. they not even close, but they were like extremely not close.
2: Thanks, um, tonight
1: they went sixteen for twenty-three. They were still under seventy percent. Uh, Kings 0-17 for 21. Son of a bitch. they lose to the Kings by a point. Anyway, uh, main event, match of the week. Did Rayshon
2: Arondo at least play like he did on Christmas? No, he didn't play.
1: What?
2: How do you not play after that wonderful Tuesday performance? He had a
1: hurt finger.
2: Oh, you bastard. (laughs) Damn, I just cut
1: my knee open viciously on the desk. That sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, I'm
1: bleeding. I'm bleeding here. Um, Aussie Open defeats LAX. Uh, this match, a rock, by the way. Yep. I went four and three quarters on this match. Um, did, you know, LAX gets the police come back treatment as they deserve. Aussie mm-hmm. Open, legit, could be tag team of the year, and we we've, we've only gotten into them for about five months. Um, yep. Man, this this God, this is good. Um I mean what I mean what else could you ask for? Are they the spots, the, the the tag team chemistry, I love the rolling uh ace crusher that Santana hit. Mm-hmm. Um off the open hit hit all their big stuff and Santana kept kicking out. Which, we saw these, Yeah
2: when Santana attacks. kicked out of the fidget spinner. I was just like I even yeah. like had my hands in my in my face like How, what? I was like, could they actually win the titles from Aussie Open? Uh, But no, that that fantastic catch uh, from Santana as he was trying to, you know, jump off. um, And they kind of hit that driver for that win, the the, the finisher there. But when he lands on their shoulders, like that was a supreme spot.
1: Dude, it was oh god, it was so good. Like and they they like I'm not trying to say like they incorporated some of like the throw things like with the uh the CCK British strong style match where they would do the they would row throw the guy into Tyler Bate for the for the German and then they did it again with Chris Brooks caught him with the reverse Rada. Like they were doing similar type things, but they were throwing each other into like insane catch spots and moves. Like Yes. Oh it was good. It was so good. And this was the epitome of why Aussie Open is is on the list, and they're making their they're staking their claim for tag team of the year. While at the same time, you know, and I'm Alex so told you that. Out, <laughs> that LAX are they might be the best team in wrestling.
2: Like you can't like where <laughs> Briscoes and the USOs. Like if they made a tag team baby, it would be LAX. Oh, uh, that's a good combination. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a rugged aerial super kick goodness. Mixed I, I with some like hardcore ish. What's that? I like your reply to the gig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like. A like, crimson knee.
1: <laughs> so, my tag teams of the year Aussie Open, LAX. Mustache Mountain, Undisputed Era, and Young Bucks. Like anybody could win that.
2: I put the oh, Briscoes God. on mine and the Golden Lovers since they've had like four and three quarter match average um, on there. I felt bad at knocking Evil and Sonata off, but this was more of their solo year, if you will. Even though they, they, they were tag champions.
1: Uh, so out of the out of the the ones that I had, who did you have and who didn't you have?
2: Um, I had pretty much everyone you had. I, oh, no, 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 you know who I had on there, um, as kind of like a alternate was, um, Suzuki Goon. Oh, okay. uh, (laughs) Who are your five for tag? I got Aussie Open, Undisputed Era, Young Bucks, Golden Lovers. And L A X.
1: So the main difference is you had golden lovers and I had mustache mouth. That's that's our only difference on those.
2: Oh see, nope. And then I scroll down. See, I have them because they're in like three matches of the year. See, that's the thing. It's so effing hard. Um, you know, to kind of you know, dwindle everything down to five, but you know, I, I just thought the golden lovers for what the four or five matches and I'd be yet to watch the match from December fifteenth—that's something I plan to watch um, before the uh, the final balloting because I heard it was just tremendous. Uh, oh, is again,
1: that get Osprey and Tanahashi.
2: Yes, yes. Um, I'll, I'll have
1: to check. That. That's a, I'm glad you mentioned that.
2: I just read a glowing uh, fight, like not a star rating, but just like the final paragraph of the match without seeing anything, um, result and whatnot, and and I it just got me pumped. I tried to watch it the other day because they have it for free on New Japan World, on on New Japan World's YouTube American page for free, but uh, it was on Christmas. Stuff was going on, so um, like I said, hopefully plan to watch that uh, before I uh, send in my final ballots. But uh, yeah, Golden Lovers, again, it's, it's a Sophie's Choice when it comes to that. Mustache Mountain again easily could be three of my match of the years. So don't don't you know trust that I'm hating on British Strong Styles' oh, awesome no, tag team right? there. But I um, think I just but,
1: put them on because they did have an NXT title reign,
2: mm-hmm. and they're
1: they're an like they actually were tag more. Like I'm right with the Golden Lovers, and you know maybe that's the answer. We just bumped them for Golden, but. Once again, it, it's it's going to be this is going to be a lot easier, I think, this year because we have so many similarities. You know, seven yes. or ten males, three or five females, four of the five dags. So I think I think it's going to be nice and easy knocking this stuff. We 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 need to what we should do, Alex, and I'm saying this on air, and it is what it is. Obviously, tomorrow we're doing our Wrestle Kingdom show. I think either before or after the Wrestle Kingdom show tomorrow, we should make a blog talk episode. Sorry guys, you won't be able to hear this. And we book, you know, we book ourselves an hour where we can talk like we're talking now and we can map out the ballot Mm -hmm. and then we'll just delete the episode. So nobody can hear it. And then we'll release
2: the ballot at the end of the Wrestle Kingdom show. Maybe it'll be a future Patreon episode. I like a, that. Um, maybe so maybe before
1: I release it I'll download
2: Tight. Just don't have me do any of that because you'll get it nine months later.
1: Hey, we got content for when I'm in Japan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which by I've the heard- way, we will be having a Russell Cass radio show next week in two thousand and nineteen, the future. Uh, where me and uh, fellow WrestleCast radio correspondent, Chicago's own uh, Mr. David Ritter, Mr. Going to WrestleMania, uh, David Ritter here, uh, who was just at the uh, Christmas show in Chicago last night. Uh, We're going to kind of give a year in review, WWE 2018, also pick his brain um, kind of outside the universe as well. Uh, And maybe, since you'll also be gone the following week, uh, we might do a, a little Wrestle Kingdom recap show with him. Kind awesome. of a different point of view, if you will. So, uh, I, so I am, through... I am bringing my laptop and I am okay. going to bring a
1: headset. So, if there's a time we can find where it's convenient for the two of us, where I'm in the hotel, we may, I may try to do something with you where we can just even just come on here and banter.
2: Okay. Awesome. Um,
1: so I, I'm I'm not like I under like I'm going on this this is a great vacation, but because I'm watching eight wrestling shows I'm still considering this work.
0: And I'm bringing
1: the laptop for that reason because I still consider this work. And holy crap, I got about five days to get a new notebook. Oh well, I guess I still have about half of this notebook left. Maybe I can still <laughs> do it. Because I'm not I'm not writing down the wrong smackdown anymore. So
2: I don't think anyone is, but I'm yeah. fine.
1: <laughs> Hi-oh. Alex, we went two hours and 45 minutes tonight. We went back to our old selves. Blog Talks yes. didn't kick us. Thank you, Blog Talk. We appreciate the criminal gift. We thought this was gonna be nice <laughs> and easy, and then we go into tangents like we normally do, except we went to 45 minute tangents this year. Or this this week. So it is what it is. But guys, um, as soon as me and Alex figure this out, I'm gonna get this on Facebook, I'll get this on Twitter, I'll get the episode made. Wrestle Kingdom. Thirteen preview will be tomorrow night. It's going to be a full two, three-hour show, however long we want to go. We're literally going to take the whole show to just talk wrestling because there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going. To, I'm, I'm Alex. I'm boosting this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all that stuff for the show tomorrow. This is getting boosted the works. So we will see you guys tomorrow. And who you know who's to say tomorrow night or Saturday? come back to you, we'll have our awards um, mm-hmm. once again I got mine done Alex knocks his out and he wants to come on before Wrestle Kingdom, we can put the ballot together and we'll give you the ballot tomorrow I mean we'll see what happens with it, we both have one match left to watch, that's that Golden Lovers Osprey Tana tag match so we'll get that going, Alex I'm glad it's a great time we go to go be alive to... yeah it is this could going be a triple threat, two three shows this week, I love it, I will. I will talk to you soon um, we'll figure out our time hopefully here very soon. I can't wait to talk Wrestle Kingdom with you tomorrow.
2: Oh, can't wait.
1: I this show. I'm I'm going to go on record right now for the people that don't listen tomorrow. If they don't, that this may one of the on paper you could argue this is one of the greatest wrestling shows in the history of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Match to match, when your worst match you could argue is um, Young Bucks gorillas of destiny evil sonata is your worst match are you kidding me wow <laughs> that's or or you could say cody versus juice robinson is your worst match I, I think and that'll you know, still
2: be like a three and a half star match that's yeah. the crazy this isn't stargate 94 folks yeah
1: this is gonna be awesome we will see y'all tomorrow night wrestle wrestle kingdom 13 preview show full show Demetrius might even be in the building. We'll see what happens. Suit will Williams
2: and Michael Whitlow get at us.
1: Yeah, I'm going to talk to Whitlow. Maybe we'll get Whitlow. This could be a full show. We'll get. I'm going to call. I'm going to. I'm going to talk to Whitlow, Alex. We're going to get him. We're right. gonna get Whitlow. We'll see if Suit Williams. Suit Williams wants to swing out too. We'll get guests. We're going to have a full show. We're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow night. I cannot wait to talk to you, and I cannot wait for the people to listen. It's going to be awesome. Catch us tomorrow night, WrestleCast Radio. Wrestle Kingdom 13 preview myself Alex we are out thank you all good night